What's going on, you fat cock motherfuckers? Welcome to the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast. My name is Knackers, and today is Sunday, November 1st, 2020, and this is episode number 133. Who the fuck was talking at the beginning? <laughs> I, I fucking I didn't know. Someone. I was turned. My wife came in the room. You need to shower, room. baby. You need she to close the shower. She closed the shower. <laughs> it's she go time, in. Jimmy. It's I, go time. I told her I was starting. What do you want me to do? She's taking a shower. That's what are you? What is she it's supposed fair. to do? It's okay. She's supposed to be naked after the shower. Uh, you would I love that, wouldn't you? Podcast, I would, yeah. but then then I'd be worried about you know what happened if you know uh, a Jimmy wife DMCA for mm-hmm. boobies. Mm-hmm. No, she would have had a towel on. She just would have been. <gasps> you know, no, she wouldn't have come in here with a towel knowing I'm streaming. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry, it's my bad. It it's was, okay. I, it's actually my wife's bad, but whatever. It is, but we'll. It's your bad on. It's her bad on your behalf, and and we'll take it. Thank you. Uh, anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. It's good to see everyone. Of course, we have um, some lovely people on the podcast tonight, as we do always. So first and foremost, we have Mister uh, Jimmy's illegitimate son. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. We got Katie back. Thank goodness. Uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, as always. Good man. Good man. And also, of course, uh, back from the depths of 8-bit slumber, uh, Mr. MC Snackhump. And how are you yes. today? Mm. Yo, thank you. Um, I'm doing pretty well, actually. And I'm glad that you chose <clears throat> to display my appropriate title um, for the podcast. I just realized that you also have a shirt that is quite uh, coincidental. I, I like it's, it. It's almost as if there's some snake humping going on right here on my chest. Mm. Sponsored, sponsored by uh, MC Snake Hump. <laughs> it's the best place for snake humping to be happening. And fr- uh, fresh out of a Cadillac Escalade, hot boxing with Snoop Dogg himself, Ooh. we have 420 Blaze It hot off the press. What's going on, Katie? Good. I, I'm glad I can announce my rebrand here tonight. Um, so uh, you can catch me at 420 Blaze It with Snoop Dogg uh, every day on my stream. Speaking of Snoop Dogg, have you guys ever seen how much weed that man can smoke? I Do you mean, build a tolerance to it? Oh, absolutely. Probably, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, mean, I, I've heard stories like legend. It's like if you were to put Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson in the same room together. In their prime, right? Prime smoking, like who would wa- who would who would pass out first? I don't I think, think you'd I call can that, a, that. I think at that it's point it'd be off. a steam. Yeah, it'd be a steam room, not a just a basic room. It'd just be filled with smoke. Yeah, that, I mean, I would. I don't know who I could put money on. I don't know if who I'd bet on, Willie or Snoop. I think Snoop's got him, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Know, man. I, I don't See, know. I feel like Snoop's got the game. Willie are, smoked at the White House, man. Are we going with '70s weed, which is like? 50 to 60 percent THC, or are we going with 2020 medicinal weed that's like 99 percent? Are we waxing? We glassing, bro? You know, all I asked was a simple, simple question, and then this is what we get. (laughs) Katie, what do you think? Who would it be, Willie or Snoop? You know, they both smoke a lot of weed. (laughs) Willie, Willie Nelson seems a little bit more like shy about it, so I don't know. To the level he goes, so I'm going to go with Snoop Dogg because he does he doesn't care. Okay, he doesn't give a shit about no. anything, which is we need a lot of those people in our lives. Um, yeah, uh, a shit ton of weed. I I used to know somebody who he would smoke every hour. 
hour and a half, like a joint to himself every hour, hour and a half. Like that's how much he had to smoke to have like an okay level of high. And then he got into wax and then it was just wax nonstop. I don't know how people can smoke that throughout the day and then just be totally fine. Like, obviously it's a tolerance thing too, but wax is insane. I don't know know what wax is. It's like, I think it's just a super concentrated uh, THC, right? Yes. Is it the THC? I don't smoke weed, so I have no, I'm not an expert. I'm, I'm almost I'm as either. much of an expert on weed as I am on Crocs and Hot Pockets, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Crocs and Hot Pockets, we don't smoke weed, we don't eat Hot Pockets, or we don't eat meat Hot Pockets, and we also don't wear, wear Crocs. Crocs. Uh, no. Although I have been, I'm, I'm absolutely going to be buying a new pair of Crocs for this upcoming summer, but that's a story for another day. Uh Katie, have you, between the last time that you were on the podcast and today, have you had a Hot Pocket? No, I don't think I ever go, oh man, I really, you know oh. what I need to get today? A Hot Pocket. <laughs> no one ever really does. Honestly, right. that's not, I mean, if, if anyone says that, then they're a liar. Unless, no, if they're under the age of, or they're over the age of 13, 14, they're a liar. Just you know. in the cusp it, of adulthood, it's just like yeah. you can't be trusted. Over, if they're over that age and they say that, it's it's just a dirty lie. I, I feel like enough people in the world were starving, and hot pockets was one of the only options. It was like steel cut mm-hmm. oats or hot pockets. It's like okay, mm-hmm. one of these tastes good when I'm on the cusp of dying. And mm-hmm. apparently, that's where Crocs and hot pockets, or just hot pockets, got their start. Crocs uh, are. Are chicken bakes considered a hot pocket? Like you know the Costco chicken bakes? Is no, that like the because adult those version? are amazing. No, the, really? No. Yeah, it's not, it's even, not the it's same not thing. Relevant. It's not, not the same. Breaded thing. outside with stuffed with meat. <laughs> it's more sauce. of a calzone. The chicken yeah. bakes are more mm, of a calzone, okay. I'd say. I need to Google calzone. Cal. What? Zone. Why do you have to Google calzone? I don't know what it is. No, that's like a taco that's like all smushed. It's not a chicken <laughs> no, break. No, it's No, it's, it's shaped like this. Yeah, it is. It's like a taco it's like shape. A, it's, it's an Italian. It's like a pizza, but instead of like it being open, they like fold the crust over on itself and they like fill it with stuff. Yes. Yeah, but a, a chicken bake is like a tubular thing. It's like cylindrical, right? You are, like a, uh, I, guess, the, I guess, the dumbest smart guy I've ever met. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty accurate, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty You, you really pretty are. Accurate. I catch every, myself You find sometimes. new ways to outdo yourself every <laughs> podcast. I, lo- I love it. It's the only way that this podcast actually transcends you know, <laughs> into the ether. The uh, thought process gets dumber and dumber every single podcast. <laughs> 420 Blaze It. Um, we've had an earlier version of you on a podcast before. You weren't exactly 420 Blaze It. The, the rebrand hadn't quite happened. Not yet. Right. Uh, so if... 420 Blaze, it was to have like an on brand marijuana. What do you think that you would call it? Oh. Oh, I know what man. I'd call it for you. For me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I kind of want to hear it. All right. Shark attack. So I can maybe. Shark attack? Ooh. Yeah. That'd be your brand. Because you smoke hey, and then give bleed. Me, give me 25 G's of that shark attack. Yeah, that's the top <laughs> shelf shit. <Yeah. laughs> I don't care. It ain't my money. You know. I, get, I mean, I, I mean, if there's people running the business, I feel like I would do really poorly at selling weed. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some weed, know. maybe. Maybe you want this. Might be I'm, I'm not. Could be weed. <laughs> Just gonna have to try it. Could be that fifty-fifty shot. Could be that uh, gas station K2 that kids were smoking back in like 2008, 2009. <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys remember that shit? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Oh no, my god. Okay. No, that was actually going on before that because the only reason I know about that because I was still in the military. It's 2005, they, 2006. Yeah, it was it was something that they were they were telling soldiers do not do, and there were people doing it anyway. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was basically like smoking potpourri, and it was people Whoa, were getting Edward all messed Snowden. up on it. Let's chill out, man. You're throwing you the know? military under the bus right now. You might get a a telling the a, 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 careful man. I'm not spilling any secrets, man. We got, yeah, there's some knowledge. secrets going on, dude. We do you guys Snowden remember the what the code word <laughs> for K2 was? No. Spice. Oh yeah, spice. Oh, yeah, spice. so here, yeah, once oh. spice. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, what are we in uh, Star Wars? Yeah, here's the here's the definition for for uh, four twenty blaze it and Jimmy's illegitimate son. K two is a kind of synthetic cannabinoid that is also known as spice. According to the National Fine. Institute on Drug Abuse, K two and other synthetic cannabinoids are man made chemicals that can alter a person person's mental state. <laughs> These chemicals are usually sprayed onto some kind of plant material, which gives them a more natural appearance and enables the consumption of the substance through smoking. Uh, K2 is also in liquid form, so it, it can be vaporized and inhaled through that method. Um, can I ask you a question? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, what were to happen if you smoke it, smoke it too much? <laughs> but hmm. if you smoke this... If you smoke the K2 too much, what happens? I would assume that if you were to smoke too much, you would find yourself in another dimension. Hey guys, for the, let me for a small amount right of time. Yes. I think what we're doing right now is incredibly uh, offensive. <laughs> to the spices? Yeah, to the spice smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, yes. we'll move yes. on from it. Wait, I remember, I remember when K two like first hit our high school, and I kind of went to like a, a rich kid high school, so most of the kids skipped wow, over marijuana. Flex, okay. Yeah, weird flex. You're kind of cringe. Not gonna lie. I said I, okay. I kind of went to a rich kid's high school. Uh, I don't know about I you wasn't guys, poor guys. but you kind know. of a big deal. Anyway, go ahead. I was yeah, closer ahead. to eight Carry mile on. than any other mile road. Okay, mm. leave me alone. Uh, a lot of kids just went right to cocaine. It was like cocaine and alcohol. Weed wasn't really large as, as far as I knew. Um, but hey, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I missed all of this. Like I growing up, this was just, like not on my radar. I was actually homeschooled from the fifth grade through high school. Yeah. So like I literally am like, what's K2? And didn't know that it was like a weird synthetic potpourri people were smoking and that that was a thing. Yeah. Wow, fifth grade all the way through high school, so you graduated homeschooling? Wow. Hey, yeah, hey remember it was the through... last podcast Katie was on? She told us this. I did? Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't Wait, even Thank you. Thank God that. you said I that. I was homeschooled, and I don't remember. I, I just, <sighs> I, I had to let you know. I had to let you know. Yeah. Yeah, I. It's true. I, did, I, I went through an accredited. Guests. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I went through an accredited program. In case anybody was worried. So I got like an actual diploma and everything, which I, I don't know why I feel the need to share that. Like I need to justify it. Like, I, I swear I'm educated. It's OK, Katie. We understand. <laughs> got to defend the hierarchy of this new brand, this this rebrand. Mm -hmm. You have to let people know. Um, I think I think I've had a an alt on uh, Siege that literally had that exact same name. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm pretty sure I had XX420 something on Blazed. Siege. I yeah, thought you were going to say it was Jimmy's illegitimate son. 
no, no, no. That, <laughs> because that's a that would be thing. weird and also kind of cool, but you know, <laughs> it had X's on the edge. You know what I mean? Like on the end, it's, uh, yeah. It's classy. I really, I think it's it just elevates. And for everything. for everybody wondering, I did not give Katie this name. She requested this, mm-hmm. so I don't want anybody thinking that I imposed it on her. I said, "Katie, what nickname do you want?" And she went 420 Blaze it with without even a smidgen of hesitation. I don't know why, but this is who I am now. So <laughs> yeah, in her homeschool kid, uh, just trying to break out. <laughs> I know nothing about suspect. drugs. <laughs> It's always the ones you don't suspect. No. Yeah. Uh, Katie, please, for, for anybody here that doesn't know you, if you would do a quick like reintroduction of, of yourself, um, what kind of content you put out, what do you love, um, you know, where we can find you online, stuff like that. If you don't find me by 420 Blaze It, uh, my name is Katie Peters Plays. I play a lot of sci-fi and horror content. We just wrapped up Spooktober where I literally did only horror games all month. And I'm kind of sad it's over, so I'll probably keep doing it, <laughs> which I do anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I have a podcast where I talk about movies that I should have seen that I haven't seen. And yeah. Fantastic strategy for a podcast, by the way. Like wh- It just became such a joke with everybody. Like, you haven't seen this super popular movie that we all have? And I'm like, nope, I I watched Buffalo Soldiers with Joaquin Phoenix growing up, but not like Forrest Gump and like... Wow. The hits, I guess. So now, I, I mean, I literally have a huge list that I need to work through. I don't think the podcast will ever end. Yeah, I, don't, I think in the same way that streamers will most likely never run out of games, you will never run out of content for that. Um, I resonate with your podcast very hard because I, too, am somebody who has missed out on a, a lot of movies and a, a lot of TV shows as well. Um do you struggle to find time to watch them? Because I know editing a podcast in general is just, it's very time consuming. And I put very minimal effort into actually editing my podcast. Um, and and from what you were saying before the podcast, you actually go through and cut things out and kind of mm-hmm. assist the flow, um, which which is great. But as a content creator, do you find, do you struggle to find time to watch movies in general? Or now because you have a purpose, is it a little bit easier for you? Uh, <laughs> I guess How like, many questions <laughs> did you just ask? No, no, I I understood. I think my oh. brain broke because I I work I work full time. I stream. I would say like part time, and then I do collaborations like another ten hours a week, and then I somehow try to eat and exercise and spend time with my husband. And so doing the podcast kind of forces me to sit down and watch a movie, which is kind of nice. I have a purpose for it now, which is that's depressing that I need a purpose to sit down and relax. That's a perfect way to explain it because, because I don't have a purpose. I can't spend time watching movies or TV shows. Yeah. It's really, really difficult. So I definitely feel like it's given me like an opportunity to watch things that I I don't would I wouldn't sit down and watch Forrest Gump if I didn't do the podcast. Right. Like at this point I'm like that ship is sailed. I never saw it. I guess I'll never watch it. But now that I'm doing this and it's it's kind of a fun exciting thing to I guess finally watch yeah, these a movies and then tell great people what movie I think to see for the first time that you have. I think seen. it was a good one to like start off the podcast yeah. with. There's been a lot of duds since. Oh then. yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Uh, so that was going to be my next question was I know that you have a uh, a mild 
dislike for the Coen brothers. What has yes. there been a movie yet that you did not have high expectations going into, but ended up loving? Ooh, um, I think everything's been kind of mediocre okay. so far. I think there's been a lot that I've actually walked away hating, which I did not expect. Mm, like what? Um, I don't know if I'm going to make enemies. The original Dune was really bad. Oh, I've that never seen movie, it. That movie is terrible, like special. Yo, I mean, the, the book and everything everyone loves, but that movie, no, don't feel bad about that. It's just confusing it's if you have not read the book. And yeah. so I'm excited about the new one coming out because I'm going to see if that changes anything. But I hated the original Poltergeist with a passion. I hmm. also did. Yeah, I, I it don't was or... awful. So I grew up very religious and we had demon and ghost stories kind of shoved down our throat. Like if there were people who questioned the truth or people that were in the truth and then left and like the things that they would experience. So paranormal activity movies legitimately creep me the fuck out because I've heard so many stories growing up and people like family members, like my grandmother has had influential like, people as well. Right. Teaching you that those things are real. Very influential. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anything that deals with demons and, and like angels and things tied in with religion scare the shit out of me. I, I do not vibe with those type of movies whatsoever. And there are still parts of the very first paranormal activity that I will think about. And it just it creeps me the fuck out because I feel I don't, I, I'm not an atheist. I just don't believe in organized religion. I sort of kind of believe in demons. Uh, just from the things that I've heard, from the people that I've heard them from, and it is something that genuinely freaks me the fuck out. So you're a scared, little bitch. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's basically it. Wow. Okay. Interesting. We didn't know you're a pussy, knackers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting. You're welcome. Interesting. Oh, demons. Hmm. Mm. Now everybody's got the things that that freak them out, and and squirrels for Jimmy. Yeah, squirrels. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't. Uh, cinema movies don't generally give me the creeps. Like, I, they'll, they'll make me a little tense a little bit, but it's nothing like playing a scary game. Like, when you're playing a game, I can watch any scary movie and have no issue. Interesting. I can't play any scary game and not have an issue. No way. Like, when you're in control and, mm -hmm. and you're the one making the actions, um, it's totally different. And that's kind of the one of the reasons, one of the... Because when I became friends with Katie early on, we were on the stream, stream team a long time ago. Um, Katie's always hung her hat on playing a lot of scary games. And I remember in those early days, too, seeing you play some of that stuff. And I th remember thinking to myself, how do you make it through these with... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're freaked out sometimes and scared. And then just smile like, all right, let's go to the next room. You know, and I'm like, I'd be like, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, it took me two and a half years to beat Alien Isolation. It's yeah, a long I'm game, pussy. though. <laughs> beat that it game is long. long. Game. It is really, it is really long. long. Yeah. Um, you know? I, I just love horror games. I think, okay, if you watch my first, I have a highlight reel of me playing Outlast. That was the first scary game I ever played. I, embarrassingly, that took me, I, Eight streams to beat. It's not a watching, long game. I remember watching you play Outlast. That's how and long I go back. That's how yeah. long. Yeah, it's Weird been like flex. four years, Jimmy. Over four years. 
It's been a while. Yeah. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been yeah. a while. <laughs> I, I, oh, DMCA. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, um, oh, there goes the podcast. All right, guys. <laughs> Got canceled. God baby, damn it. baby, yeah. baby. Oh. <laughs> before we before we hop into what we're drinking and uh, some of the main topics, Katie, can you give us a game that isn't mainstream scary like Outlast or Amnesia? What's what has been one of your favorite kind of low key scary slash horror games? Oh, I play a lot of indie horror because, like, there's always, like, the big releases that everybody plays, and half the time they kind of suck. I think one of the ones that really got me, Visage was pretty good, but that one's kind of picked up a bit. Yeah, a lot of people are playing that now. Yeah, I've played a lot of just, like, individual games even this season. There's one called Hellseed Chapter 1 that really got me, and then House on the Hill was really good, too. Mm-hmm. And so those two, I just found randomly on a rabbit hole on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, I'll play these. And I could finish them in one session. And they had some really good jump scares. And I thought the story was interesting. And I don't know. I find like indie horror is kind of better than AAA. Big AAA horror. You said Hellseed. What was the second one? Uh, House on the Hill. House on the Hill. Okay. My girlfriend loves spooky games and she is a huge indie game fan. Um, so yeah. I've been trying to like reach out to people that I know play horror games and see if there's things that I could pass along to her. I would like to segue briefly into one of my topics just because we're talking about this and it'll only take a moment. And that is to mention that I just finished the Resident Evil 3 remake. Oh, that's a good look for you. I like that? You should be used yeah. to that one. I heard that the audio is better the further How back I... it gets. <laughs> yeah, it does. You would know. It does. You keep going back. Um, it actually hurts Resident my jaw Evil... to open up any any further. Sorry. Go ahead, Jimmy. No, you're good. No. We Anything else that, about you want to talk about your jaw? You want to uh, do some jaw exercises, some stretches on your... You know, I could, I could tell some oral stories. Okay. I'm, well, that's why we have a podcast. I mean, not now, but... That's why we're oh. here. <laughs> I could. I could. Oh. Oh. Go for it, Jimmy. Uh, no, I was I was just gonna say you were talking about AAA games, Katie, and I really loved <clears throat> Resident Evil Seven, and they did the first person that was totally different, totally new. Like I love that game. I thought mm-hmm. Resident Evil Two Remake was really good. I thought Resident Evil Three Remake was was okay. It was kind of like it's like oatmeal, just just oatmeal. It's, it's oatmeal. Like it'll it'll get you there. It'll fill you up. It'll warm your belly with the hot, warm oats. <laughs> belly oatmeal. You but at the what? end of the day, it's not an omelet. It's not fucking, you know, what is the eggs that you make, Neckers? The- eggs Benedict? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. It does. Right? Like, look-wise, what a remake. They did it a really good, good job. The Resident Evil 3 remake looks incredible, but the game itself, I don't think it was... That's jump scares in it, but it doesn't have the same tension that the first one, this Resident Evil 7 or 2 remake did, in my opinion. And it just, it was shorter and just, I don't know, it just, it was just okay. It was good. I had fun, but I was, I guess I would say I was a little disappointed with it, you know, a little bit. I don't know. I just, that's all. I, I did you play it? I did not. I started RE2 and I just, I don't know. They just, they don't feel like they're for me. I liked RE7 yeah. a lot. Yeah. I think. RE7 it's just, was on its, in its own division. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm excited for eight coming out, but I just think like the older games, the remasters look really good. But they have, well, they have the archaic, uh, like gameplay choices that you have with the limited inventory and the, the clunky tanky kind of controls still, even, even though it's a remake, it's still the same sort of stuff. Anyway, I know that us talking about this right now would be like those yahoos <clears throat> talking about like siege or fucking rocket league or some shit Don't right you now. Talk so shit about i'm kind rocket of league. i'm kind of enjoying no, this no i i played resident I, evil 5 that was a great game but i didn't play the old ones because i'm not a boomer shay adults are talking the adults talking yeah. <laughs> so before we transition into another scary game topic because this is a conversation i'm very interested in in having what are we drinking tonight? Um, and for Tony Blaze it, I will let you go first. I have my friend gave this to me like a long time ago because I'm not a big fan of beer, and she's like, "You just haven't found your beer yet." So mm. she gave me a Belgian lambic raspberry beer, Ooh. and it literally Lambics. tastes like Lambics yeah, it tastes like sour. Juice. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like a sour beer. A little sour beer, yeah. That's yeah, a, and that's I think I like sour beers so. I was about oh, to say, Jimmy could probably put you on the right path to find because I'm I'm somebody that believes that as well. But I think there's a beer for everybody at the right time in their life. I don't think there's a beer for everybody because there's this a beer soulmate. Yeah, I just I think that there is. You could not have convinced me five years ago that whiskey tasted good. Whiskey, scotch, hmm. they all tasted the exact same. Dude, hold on. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Five years ago, you know what I told you about whiskey? I said, eventually you're going to like it. <clears throat> right. Right. I, I you agree. You, you, your taste buds changed. It's medically proven. And it's funny you say that because I'm, I'll just transition. I'm going to flex right into my my drink. I picked up uh, Trusty. Oh, Jesus. Pabst Blue I Ribbon. I can see it. I can see it. Okay. And this has been a favorite beer of mine for like a really, really long time. And it's not... Good, but it's always been there for me. It's always tasted the same. I've like the amount of beer pong uh, games that I've won with PBR. Like it goes way back. I picked up a six pack and this tastes like actual asshole. I do not <laughs> like it at all. It's like skunk. Yes. Skunk beer. And I'm praying to God that this is a skunked six pack. Like it's actually just a bad six pack. It is. Yeah. But I have a feeling that I'm going to buy it again, and it's still going to taste like butthole. And mm. I guess I'm okay with that a little bit because there's there's so many beers in this life that are delicious. But I'm kind of sad that my body doesn't like this urine beer anymore. I'm kind of sad about it. Well, I mean, it, it, there's other things you can drink now. Yeah. <laughs> but nothing has the tinge shit. of urine like this does. <laughs> you know... PBR was the first beer I ever tried, okay. and it was warm, Ooh. and it it's it it has stayed Starring. with me. Yeah, for, yeah. I I PBR is like literal skunk beer. Yeah, mm. and that that's totally fair. I will never say, oh, you've never had beer. Grab a PBR. Like, no, this is the last thing. Um, but it's like you can't tell like uh, an it's eighty year old Vietnam vet that Natty PBR Ice is, is bad. only good if it's ice cold. Yes, and, and that's it. Which Otherwise, it is right now. And yeah. if you're really if it's ice fucking cold, drunk. it's if it's ice cold and it's not skunked, it's it's tolerable, but it's it's basically like drinking a, a natty ice or a lone star type beer. Yeah. You know, I mean uh, But I, 
But on the other hand, um, I asked for the Woodford Reserve, and I forgot to specify that I wanted the double oaked <clears throat> Woodford. Mm-hmm. And so I just mm-hmm. got the regular Woodford. Um, this one oak. doesn't have, yeah, it's, it's, it's like half oaked. It doesn't have as much of a bite to it, but it is still incredibly smooth, and I enjoy it. But now that I've had the double oaked, I'm like, oh, that shit. That's the good mm-hmm. shit. Um, yeah. I've been so you're, absolutely you're loving whiskey. You're into tree taste. We'll just get that. Cl- Let's clear that up. Yes, That's you urine just, and dirt is, is, yeah. is what I'm going for lately. <laughs> I'm going to go next because I can't wait to hear Casey's note tonight, which, by the way, I don't know um, to fill you in. I know, Katie, the last time you were here, did uh, did Bishop read off of a note that Casey had written him about what was in his drink? I don't remember. Okay. Well, pretty much every podcast since, she has to write a note to explain what's in his drink and just hands him a drink and he, you know, so. I've yet to usually, it's one of the highlights of the show. Yeah. I'm I'm so low effort when it comes to this podcast that I don't even make my own drink. That's where we're at. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm having uh, some boxed wine, which I'm going to go refill in a minute, and some of the leftover White Claws I had, like, I forgot that I still had a 12-pack in the back of the fridge um, from, like, September. And I was getting ready to go to the store to go get some beer. And then I was like, man, we don't feel like going out because, you know, COVID. And two, I was like, ah, I'll just be cheap. I'm just going to drink this White Claw. <laughs> it is delicious. So, it's not up, bad. It's, it's, it's flavored water with alcohol in it. So, yeah, it's, it is what it is. So, a little boxed wine because I'm classy. And uh, and some white claws. So I'm. Uh, I kind of feel like. I kind of feel like a suburban housewife right now. Yeah, like, I was about to say. Yep. Where's like your? I, I'm feeling like is that the energy that I'm am, I'm putting out? Yeah. yeah you need, you, you need like a juicy couture suit, like jumpsuit, mm-hmm. where it says juicy yeah. across your ass. Yeah. You have like six nail appointments a week, and you need an Escalade or a suburban, like those. Oh, book club. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, yep. Yes. And Uggs. You need to be wearing Uggs. That's like the yes. full look. Yeah. It's the live, laugh, love sign. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that over the hearth. Where's the your home. headphones, Jimmy? They're right here. I just, while I'm on the podcast, I wanted you guys to see that I actually have hair. Mm. Okay. Unlike it, some of the people on the show. It mm. has. <gasps> I'm offended. The hair is transported from my head to my. Taint. No, I, Taint I just, I was just trying to make it so. There was a dist- I wanted you guys to see I'm I no longer have quarantine haircut. I actually have a little bit of hair now. Could, couldn't you have done that without insulting me and my jeans for my no, father? No. No, no it's no. Just way more fun. Yeah, That's it's fair. way easier to throw someone else <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> well, speaking of throwing people under the bus, I need to throw a game and an entire developer hey, company hey, under the bus. What? Hey. What the I didn't even get a go, dude. Oh, I'm I so have my sorry. list ready. You, you He's see, not this sorry. Is, yeah, that's that's what it was. He threw me under the bus before that's he went happened. on to the next subject. Hey, you, you saw it firsthand. Yeah, I did. Great I, I, segue, by the way. Good job. Hey, can we get three claps from uh, from us three? Katie, you ready? Uh, There's four one, of three, us. Uh, and, Jimmy? How fast is this? One and a two and a three. Wait, no, we're supposed no, to do three no. at a time. I'm, I'm canceling. I'm canceling the bird thing. Uh, I got it. No, we're not canceling no, no, no. the bird Boom! thing. I got, because Katie's I got a like good one. Fifty Katie's emails. Got a good one. I got fifty emails from bird uh, rescue people saying that we're being incredibly offensive and we're canceled. I, you know what? You can you respond back and say that you they can. We're raising awareness. Yeah, people are thinking <laughs> For of bird birds people. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I read my awareness. thing first before we do the bird thing? Yes. Yep. Oh yeah. Of course. Take a sip first. So I have a beautiful 
uh, Ruboras, I think, Chai Latte, uh, Chai Concentrate Honey Vanilla Syrup Pull with Cream. And then we're going to flip the note over. Oh, shit, you guys can't. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank there you. it is, a little mason jar. Um, okay, so here's the notes that we have. We have three of them today. Casey, thank you oh. so much. The first one's going to be dedicated to Katie. Katie is a pretty and or is as pretty as a Disney princess. Uh, Knackers Aww. is the best and silliest ass smoocher around. Kind of a dig, not going to lie. And Jimmy is a certified good boy badass. Hmm. Oh, you got I that like poop it. Taste in your mouth, you got a little ass Disney princess, <laughs> good boy badass. Ass smoocher. ass smoocher. That is about as good as it gets. You get those poop pairs uh, in your teeth. My knackers. premier ass sucking has nothing to do with the rest of my life. I feel like there's <laughs> at least one other characteristic that could have been highlighted. Wait, hold on. Nope. There's nope. nope <laughs> that just was that. just a stain. That was a stain. Yeah, that Came was a stain. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh, so you know, it was it. It did say premier ass smooching, right? Um. Yeah. Let me check here. I might have added um, that in. No, there's no premiere. It just says Knackers is the best and silliest at ass smoocher. Oh, so he's silliest. the best. So you're sillier than everyone else that does yeah. it. I mean, you're, that's got to count you're for something. You're the silliest ass smoocher there the is. Silliest. But you're good at it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like you the are. clown of the professional scene for ass smooching. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, I accept the title, but res resent resentfully. Just go okay. ahead and take that title and shove it right up your anus. I'll be right back. And then, more, and then, um, yeah, you do it. Okay. Go ahead. Phasmophobia. Have you, either, either of you played it already? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I raised my hand. Yeah. Okay. First and foremost, rate the game out of 10, 420 Blaze that you go first. Oh, look at the little Jimmy move. Oh. Oh. Oh, he's oh dancing, dancing in the background. Oh. Dude, look at that dad, those dad moves. Oh, he's got those it going. Are, those are dead. Oh, look at it still dead. going. It looks, oh, it looks like Mario. It looks massive. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it look so big? I don't know. The think mustache it's a increased in size. Yeah. Wow. It was like triple the size it was when he was close up. Oh it's my. like a trick of the eye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Katie, I have a good question for you. You see yes. in between his two closet doors. Yes. Is that a mirror or is that a connector to the other bedroom? Okay, well, at first I thought it was... Okay, I'm guessing here. I thought it was like a throwaway to another room. Mm -hmm. I think it's a mirror. You are correct. God damn yeah. it. It's an illusion. See, Jimmy's taking up mm -hmm. uh, a lot of magic in his free time now that he's not coaching uh, sporks. Um, yes. So now <laughs> he's doing magic stuff. So that's actually an illusion thing. It's kind of like a sex kink um, for him. So he has like a little illusionary uh, backdrop. You know what's yeah. funny is if he were happening to do the dirty in this room, there mm -hmm. would only be about a quarter of the body in the reflection. So it's either nothing but <laughs> like butt cheeks and pelvis or you'd have to look over your shoulder so much yeah. to see. You have to and angle yourself specifically so you can also see it. Otherwise, you'd look in the mirror and see ankles. Yeah. You just right. see feet tangling yeah. together, which is fucking disgusting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if you looked if you positioned yourself perpendicular, no, if you were parallel, then you would see like your entire length of your body. No human looks good from this angle because you just have parts that protrude. So it would mm -hmm. be like top of head, maybe some tits on the dude, maybe some boobs on the girl, and then belly, not a flattering angle whatsoever. And then That's you get two of those on top mirror. of each yeah. other. You know, just... 
Mm-hmm. Conjugating. Yep. Con- conjugaling. Which one is it? Con- uh, who knows? I'm not a scientist. But just just, just rubbing. Just rubbing together. No actual uh, intercourse. Fr- uh, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, speaking of friction, phasma- f- phasmophobia. 420 blaze it. Right out of 10. Yes. You know, I want it to be better than it is. I I think it's fun with the right people. It's a five, maybe a six. Can I just say, I hate that. It's not even reasoning. It's an excuse for a bad game. When, mm-hmm. when people say it's fun with the right people, that pisses me. It's nothing against you, 420 Blaze. I feel it. I can leave if you want. Yeah, this is no, a personal it's okay. attack. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, As the bailiff of this podcast, that was a personal attack. Knackers, um, I want you to apologize to 420 Blaze it. I'm, I'm, I apologize. And I, I've written out my apology in Weed Leaves. There you go. I accept. And I <laughs> roll up the... I don't know. <laughs> roll up the rim to win, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I agree with you, Knackers. I, and I also agree with 420 Blaze It when you say that um, it is a shitty game that you have to have good mm-hmm. friends to play it with. But even with good friends, you get exhausted after like a few rounds. You're like, oh, okay. We went in and we took get- a few photos and we left and we're like, oh, okay, we're going to go in and do the same thing again then? Or is there anything new happening? Yeah, it's, it's There's a bad. fatigue with phasmophobia. Yeah. It sets in pretty quick. And yep. it's when you're dead, you can't do anything. Yeah. And so then you see the glitchiness of the actual ghosts and they're just like moving across the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a good game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it has novelty, but it's not... I will say, if you play it with the right people, you can do more than three mm-hmm. rounds. I know yes. it, it's kind of an excuse, but like I can't say that I'm like raring to play it again very soon. Okay, so I kind of wanted to just have like an an honest conversation about this game because as streamers, content creators, as content consumers, we are mildly influenced uh, regarding other streamers and their experience with games, and I did a really good job of not trying to look mm-hmm. at anybody playing this game whatsoever. So when I started it up for the first time, I knew absolutely nothing, which is the best way to go into video games. Everybody had already been raving about the game, and I took it a step further and played in VR first, and then switched over to playing Pancake or 2D. Uh the game control-wise was actually way, way better in VR because you have mm-hmm. a tool belt and you can grab items off the shelf in the truck and then attach them to your belt. So instead of scrolling through the items with the keyboard, you just look down, grab the item that you want, and and pull it out. Uh, placing the camera was just a matter of twisting your wrist and, and setting it on a shelf instead of having to hold left click to rotate. There are things about this game that go way past it being early access and broken. There are just stupid fundamental decisions and i'm gonna lower myself down back to a three you mad bro i'm a little mad because i hate when mediocre games are blown up by twitch because they're played with the right people when they're actually just bullshit alpha early access games i mean i think the cool thing about the game and it's not a game for me i could just tell by watching it it's just not but i think one of the reasons that it's cool is that it's unique and it it rear one of the things people are really looking for right now, especially in the COVID era, is new 
fun ways to interact. And even if it's a broken, janky mess at times, it is a new way to interact. And with it was like the perfect storm. It came out, you know, where or it became popular around the Halloween month when people were, you know, I don't think it's I don't think its success is going to live on for a long period or anything. I don't right. like this. We were having a whole shitting on the game parade, Jimmy. I don't like this uh, this old man uh, wisdom attitude. bullshit coming in here. This is some <laughs> this is some bullshit. Fuck well, that game! It's garbage. <laughs> normal. I mean, I'm not gonna play it. You know, I mean, it's just not something for me. I, I watch people play it, and and I've I've seen well, plenty of streams of it. But I mean, it um, is a sixty dollar game because you need all of your friends to buy it. So to, everyone has to spend fifteen bucks. Otherwise, the game true. fucking sucks. So yeah, it, it's heavily <clears throat> reliant on having four, three other friends play it with you. Um, and if you play it with randoms, it's just kind of like okay nearly it's it's literally another voip simulator i like the idea but you know maybe it'll go somewhere but i feel like it's way too early access uh especially like if you watch like the the killer i guess or the zombie or the dead person move around it's like standing still and then it's like oh i mean all movement is all like super fragmented animations terrible i am i am all about a janky game being fun Mm-hmm. With the right people. <laughs> and I I gave the game a chance just like I gave any other game a chance. But there is like a minimum threshold of early access game. And that game was like three clicks behind it. Like it was mm-hmm. so unfinished. There are so many features of that game or mechanics that are amazing. Being able to use VoIP and the ghosts or whatever, being able to react to things that you're saying, fucking awesome. Ooh, uh, yeah. You being able to die, um, but not fuck with anybody afterwards, even <clears throat> though you're a ghost, like you're on the other side, that was kind of sad. Um, <clears throat> it just, I, my instinct when I first played that game was walk around, open all the doors, open all the drawers, find things that would be laying around and there's one item, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about the how the game is played in case anybody else wants to go and play. But there was it was just so empty. It's a, it was like a shell of a game. It was it was so unfinished, and there were so many things that they could have done. But they were like, "Oh, it's Halloween. We better get this game out so people like play spooky games during Halloween." And it kind of just let, let me down a little bit. It's fair enough. I, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying, and I, I I'm not trying to make excuses for the developer or anything. I just the point I'm trying to make is because of the state we're in right now and it's right before the dearth, that's a good word, of titles that are about to be released here this holiday season, as well as new consoles and everything else. It was, a it even though they rushed the game out, where it definitely needed more time uh, to work on bugs and things, it was, a, it was a business decision. It was a calculated risk and it paid off for them. You know, and and I and that side of things, I respect. I surely those developers knew when they released it in the state that it was in that it wasn't ready to go. But they also knew if they didn't, they were going to. I mean, that's the business side of video games. You know, you got to think of it like that too. And if you were in those shoes, would you not want to make the same risk, knowing that hey, we can you know fix some of the things that we're having issues with later? Let's go ahead and do this now because maybe they need those funds for whatever the next title they want to produce or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just in this particular situation. I feel like, cause this isn't like a triple a company, right? It's 
it's by Kinetic Games, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know think either. they're big if time. They're, uh, yeah, I don't think no. they're a triple A company developer. So, but don't they make I would Call imagine of Duty? Kinetic? Shut up. Oh God. I, I think <laughs> I would. I don't know for sure because I haven't taken the time <laughs> to research this. But just spitballing here in the situation where it's a non. I have no sympathy for people that have been working on something a long time. They set a release date and they're funding and then they release a shitty product. Mm-hmm. Take the approach of let's just keep delaying it until it's right in that case. But sure. for an indie developer where literally you only have certain windows you could even launch a game. You you could have a, a great game and if you launch it the wrong weekend, you might be screwed. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's kind of one of those things too. So... I'm not really sure where I was going with this. I guess what I was trying to say is maybe I'm getting soft. I'm getting soft in my old age, man. You mm-hmm. might be. Not so critical. Yep. That's I what know. I got out of that whole that whole. Is that what you did? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Katie, one of uh one of my reoccurring topics uh on this podcast and kind of on my stream is talking about how I used to be really, really easily influenced by other streamers, their first impressions with the game, and how it, it influenced my first impressions of a game. Do you find yourself easily influenced by friends? Like if, if a couple of your friends said Phasmophobia sucks, don't play it, would you still go and play it? Or would that rub off on you? I don't know. I kind of feel like I do a lot of my own things. Like on my stream, like I don't really play a lot of the hype hit stuff at yeah. the time. Yeah. So like sometimes There's like very few first run titles I think I've ever seen you play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I played Little Hope on Friday because I love, I don't know what it is about those games. I just, I love them. I love it's like all Choose the- Your Own Adventure. Oh, God, I love them so yeah. much. Is that the Little <laughs> Nightmares I, I, sequel? No. No, it's the... If Man, Man of Madon, Man of Dawn, Dark un- Pictures un- Anthology or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah. Little Hope? Until Dawn. Little, Little Hope. Hope, yeah, it just came out. It's like a, a horror game, like Will Poulter's in it. Other actors that it's I like, can't uh, their names. Until Dawn type of... Like, uh, yeah. Until yeah. Dawn was... I'm not a fan of those, of the mechanics of those types of games. The controlled like the movement, quick time yeah. events, and all Qu- that. Yeah. I don't. I don't mind quick time events, but like um, Resident Evil, where it's a fixed camera. You walk into a room and you can just walk. You can't change the camera angle. You go into another room and it's a different fixed angle, very slow paced. Oh, that was the other thing that killed me about Phasmophobia is the the pace of walking just absolutely killed me. Yeah. I'm used to being in a rocket car, man, and going everywhere fast, and then this fucking game slows me down. Um, oh, okay, I can't believe I didn't hear anything about this game at all. Yeah, I forgot what the question was, but it... Oh! Oh, about if I, like, influenced by other people. Yeah. Um, I I feel like occasionally I'll, I'll play, like, I played Among Us, I didn't love it, but I was like, yeah, it was fun for a couple streams, but... I kind of, I honestly, like, I think back on what I've done on Twitch and I kind of go, oh, this is like a weird thing. I kind of want to play that. I've never really been super on top of the trends, just mostly like, hey, that looks fun. And since I play a lot of horror, a lot of times I'm playing games people have never heard of, mm-hmm. but they're fun. Sometimes they mm-hmm. suck, but sometimes they're really fun. <laughs> Do the good ones outweigh the bad ones? Sometimes the bad ones are just as good as the good ones because I played it. Okay, this is not horror related. I started playing some FMVs just on a whim. I found one that was a horror one and I was like, oh, God, this this is going to be perfect. It was so bad that it was so good. Like just I've never laughed that hard. My community was so into it. What did you play? It's called The Bunker. 
Okay, I hadn't heard that one. Uh, what is FMV? Oh, full motion video. Oh, okay, got you, got you. Oh, yeah. the old like, like it was like mm -hmm. a early '90s thing when uh, where oh, and it started in the early '90s. It was a trend of games where it was the gameplay was a bunch of pre-recorded video, and then you make choices. Like night basically. trap, night trap. Yes, yeah, or okay. Sewer Shark. They they had a bunch on Sega CD and in the arcades in the early '90s, and then. They've made some recent really good FMVs. Mm -hmm. uh, did you you played? Um, oh, what was the woman in prison? Or no? God, what was about? Is it called about her or Orange is the I've, New Black? I've heard it. Orange is the New Black. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> I I know what you're talking about. Like she's being interviewed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you play that one? I didn't. I've heard her story. I her heard, story, I, yes. Yeah, I need to play that one. I have a list of them because it's become a thing now where, like, I need to play more FMVs because sometimes they're just so bad. Mm -hmm. The acting's over the top. You would like her story. I'm okay. telling you, this is as what going into Knacker's question here. I'm influencing you right now. You like the FMV. You would like her story. It would actually... That would be something that would work well for your community, I think. Okay. Yeah. I'll put that one on the list. And so yeah. I guess that a caveat to what I'm saying is I take recommendations from people that I trust, and it's very few people on the platform I will actually listen to. And Jimmy. So my recommendation went right in the, yeah, right right in the, the bin. trash. No, I'm just kidding. Writing it down. Katie, do you forget? Do you game off stream? You know, I actually don't very much. Occasionally, I'll play Call of Duty 3 multiplayer by myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait a minute! What? I used to play zombies all the time, oh. and so sometimes it's just fun to, like, play that. Um, but I don't do it very much. Okay. I started playing Spiritfarer, because I heard it was good, um, but I don't really have time to play games off stream, sadly. Sure. And I think in some ways, streaming it it's not as fun as it used to be. It's not as relaxing for me. Okay. Um, does your man do any type of gaming? Yes, a lot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He loves video games. And so uh, I actually bought him the Switch for Christmas one year. And he's been playing like Donkey Kong, like all the old games. And he just beat Donkey Kong. Uh, God, Diddy's Conquest. Is that what oh, it's called? Yeah. 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 So he's been working through those. And okay. he plays a ton of indie games on that. And he loves Mass Effect and all that. So, like, we share. We play very different games. Yeah. But, like, we both have a love for video games. I'm just so used to playing them on stream now that it feels weird playing anything off stream. Yes, absolutely. Yep. That is um one of that was one of the things that I heard going into streaming. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's going to change video games for you. And I was like, that'll never happen to me. I won't. My outlook on video games won't ever change. Oh boy, did they change! Um, and it, it's it's an unfortunate of streaming. There's so many other rewarding aspects of streaming, but that is one thing that um, I don't I don't know about you, but I hit like a massive never game off stream wall, kind of like midway through my streaming career. And now it's a little bit better to where I can game off stream no problem. Um, but there was there was a time where it was really really difficult to play anything off stream. Yeah. There's a time I haven't, I didn't play at all, like anything. It was everything I gamed was on stream. And a lot of it does come down to time for me. But then on top of it, if I'm having the ability to have some free time, I'm like, I'd rather watch TV with Mark or I'd rather like 
go on a walk or like do something instead of play more games. Sure. And so I think part of it is just fitting everything in. But I literally, if I play a game off stream, it has to really keep my attention. Otherwise, I'm like, eh, and then I kind of wander off and do something else. Okay. By the way, is there any chance that we could get a wink here on the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast? Oh, my God. You know that. I mean, I'm assuming this because you know I can't. Yes. Yes. (laughs) God damn it. Okay, fine. I see. It's just it's impossible. I can't wing. It's just not a thing I am capable. That, see, look, Jimmy can do it just like easy peasy. Yeah, that's because Jimmy's used to taking it. one load in that one side of the face. Bishop, oh, same thing. That's true. Um, I just can't. That, I can't wink. It's impossible. That video, I, I probably rewatched that video on Twitter like a couple times through. Because I'm like, okay, there's no way. She can't no, she, to this extent, but no, it, it is, is no, there. It's possible. It's real. <laughs> I, it's just like no eye. It's like, how do you do a sexy wink? Like, it's not possible. I think it's you your mouth. It's you're, you're like stretching your face out with your mouth. Like, what if you don't open your, like, keep your mouth closed and then wink? Someone suggested me to not open my mouth. It's just as bad. It's really? like trying to sneeze uh. with uh, without. <laughs> it's just like not possible. Yeah, I mean, you're just winking with both eyes at the same time. <laughs> you're putting in twice the effort. <laughs> Yeah, it's just Stumble. really hard for me to wink for some reason. That's fair. I'll work on it and maybe Report when back. I'm 82, yeah, yeah. The third I'll, podcast. I'll finally. Yeah. And the, the only reason I I realize it is because I always seem to notice when people try and wink and and blink both eyes. One of the most famous winking gifts out there, James Franco from Spider-Man, like the the pie scene where he's eating pie, he winks and both of his eyes shut. And my mind went, okay, he either cannot wink without closing the other eye, but also the people that edited that footage, how did nobody go, oh, he winked with both eyes. We got to, we got to re, we got to re-record and nobody, they just left it. That was just it. Maybe it was the best take and that's all that they had. That might've been it. This is true. That was actually CG. That's the best that they could do to bring his eye back open. <laughs> Is there anybody in this world that thinks that those Spider-Man movies are good? The first one, obviously, revolutionary for superhero back in the day. But Spider-Man 2 and 3, do people think those are good movies? My kid does, but that's because he's a kid. Okay. Kids. Yeah, kids like it. Yeah. You watch your that's kid it. watch Spider-Man 2? He wanted to watch it. I'm going to say, um, he loves superheroes. What are you going to say? No. Y- yeah. Did he watch no. the first one? Did he see Kurtz, Kurtzton, Kurtz, Kurtzton, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst? No, I mean. Wait, that's yeah. a PG-13. Are you talking like through the shirt? I mean, yeah. our kid, oh. we he's a very mature kid. We let him watch PG-13. Like, you so. watched a very different Spider-Man. No. And <laughs> if there's anything that's like uh, kissing or whatever, he he looks away from the screen anyway. So it's no big deal. Maybe I watched Spoomer Man or Spewed Spewder Man. I, I can't remember the name of it. But anyways, uh, the, the only thing that I want to say about phasmophobia is I don't I don't want to seem like I'm just we're, we're going all the way back around. I don't want to shit on the game, but goddamn, was I let down concept wise. Fantastic. I can't wait to see where the game goes. I don't want to seem like I'm just shitting on it aimlessly. I hope that it grows. I was let down. He's crawdad in bad right now, man. He's just crawdad in bad. All it go. of his comments. Yeah. Like, I just want you guys to know if you're gonna send me some hate mail, 
I really don't hate it that much, but you know, I had to, I had to pretend. He's afraid of that concrete opinion. It. He's just, yeah. I, get, yeah. Just, I need to. I'm guys, just I hate though. it, but I don't hate it, guys. Yeah, guys, Rewind. don't come at me. Don't. don't come at me, guys. Don't hate it. Rewinding <laughs> 15 seconds. What the fuck is a crawdad? You know what a crawdad is? Yeah. No. A crawfish. A crawdad. And crawdads, when they go, and if you're crawdadding, you're like, you're backing up. That's a, it's, it's a southern saying. Yeah. You're backtracking. Crawdadding is backtracking. From your, I, I'm not going to allow your, that word ever again on, well, on this podcast. Well, it's a southern thing, and I don't get. I will say it any time, as many times as I wish. Are you Crawdad. even southern? I was born in Texas. That's southern. Yeah, there's water there. I live in Texas. Do you know? I've lived in Texas most of my life. Does that not count? Is there such a thing as craw momming or or craw craw sunning? You're an idiot. Hey, Nick, did you know that there's ocean beaches in Texas? Listen, I just want to know how long it would take to dig to the ocean. Okay, that's the only the only question I'm considering. Work at this on, moment. I will I will work on that. I will. It reminds me of the Arizona thing. Knackers didn't know that it got cold at night. Mm-hmm. That's God not it, true. Man. I didn't know Unlucky. it got that yep. cold. Go back and no, editor. He, go back. And it snows it. in some parts of Arizona. Yeah, he has no idea. Yeah, he, he has, has no he idea. Has there was literally no there. idea. He's like a I can't a, defend a race horse. On one. He's like a race horse. He's Michigan. The UT. Upper the UT? You mean the, the UP? Yeah, the UP. He's just cruising around. A little just, jet boat. Just glassing. Just glassing, <laughs> dude. Um, so I, w- I was going to kind of segue <laughs> right into um, the, the DMCA topic because there is a lot to kind of unravel there. Do you, any of you feel like we need to spend some time on the whole cyberpunk story or is that just kind of a flavor of the week type of topic? I think that's more a flavor of the week. I just wanted to mention it just because I wanted to... Can I break that one down? Because yeah, that was kind of the it, one yeah. I, I uh, that was basically so Cyberpunk. Um, the developers put out a, a comment that they they delayed their game in like what three more weeks, right? They delay it three weeks mm-hmm. more because they're putting it out on like all the current gen platforms, the next gen platforms plus PC, and they just were like, we need more, three more weeks, and then I guess all these. Uh, these developers, like their families and family members were getting like death threats and shit because the game isn't coming out. Oof. And I, I know that that's, that's a very small portion of the population. I'm sure doing that sort of thing, but I do think it's absolutely insane that people are that entitled to think because a video game is delayed. They've got to threaten the life of someone's I'm like, how, yeah, I, I feel I, like I just, this, it just yeah. blows it blows my mind. Yeah, like, I feel how? like it's a theme with gaming, right? Like people on the internet in general ended within gaming. Like there's so many times that you know we've seen on Twitter it, with anything, people getting death threats over just stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the government, to a certain extent, needs to start taking some of those seriously. I don't think that anyone's actually been killed over that. I know that there was a guy that was playing WoW a few years ago that someone gave him a death threat and then showed up at his house like a three hours later over a piece of loot. Um, could be like a, but but I feel like a lot of people don't have the capacity to actually understand like the scope of what they're doing and what they're threatening and like it, it's crazy because like to find someone's um, family members right a developer's who the developer is who works for them who the family members associated with them are contacting them you think during that process they'd have like a little bit of a thought in the back of their mind that's like hey maybe what I'm doing is pretty fucking stupid. But instead, like you have these people that just have no capacity to do that. And I feel like 
it's kind of like the DDoSing bullshit, right? The second that people started going to prison for that kind of uh, behavior, people were like, whoa, okay, maybe we should stop doing this shit. Like, uh, uh, I'm pretty uh, anti, like, I, I prefer to not have the government get involved in a lot of stuff. But, like, I think at some point, I mean, obviously, that's just, like, extreme, right? Like, the game the was The point delayed. you're trying to make is that someone needs to step in. Yeah. And yeah. if they don't, then these type of things will continue. Yeah. And it should... They it's need just like to a make, stupid behavior, right? Like, wh where did this all begin in the first place? And why is it a thing where people are like, oh, it's cool to just like hit up people when I'm not feeling good and tell them I'm going to kill their family members. We should have skipped this topic. The ultimate, I want to say this because I, I don't want to, I think we our time would be better spent on other topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason why I even put it down is because I just wanted to vent and say, if you're that type of person, you, you're the reason why... There's so many things wrong with the world. So if you're the type of person to go threaten someone else because you're so entitled that you can't get your, I doubt anyone ever listening to this podcast is that type of person. Um, but it, it is the unfortunate thing is it's a very small portion of the population. But when you're loud and you do things like that, it gets a lot of attention, and that's part of the issue. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, sort of a mildly controversial hot take. Do you think that if people stopped tweeting that they were getting death threats, that there would maybe be less death threats? Because I feel, mm -hmm. I feel the same way about um, when artists tweet out DM conversations of people being like, I'm going to pay you an exposure kind of things. It's yeah. just nonstop giving attention to those types of people. And in a way, being a shitty person on the internet is like being a jock in high school. It, it's something that people are now putting time into being. They're like, oh, I want to be that type of person because I enjoy I enjoy that lifestyle. I enjoy you're, being mean. Yeah, you're, you're trying to correlate. So like a correlation to this would be like the swatting incidents that were happening, right? So like by publicizing swatting events... Uh, and by bringing them up, more of them were happening because more people wanted those things. Like they wanted to be known for that, those sort of events and those things happening. Right? It was kind of right. like a clout chasing to a certain event or to a certain extent. Like the more that you, um, the more that people see it and the more that it's circulated, the more likely people are going to do that. Right? Is that what you're 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 kind of going at? So I mean, sort of, kind of, because the topic needs to be brought to light. You know, to a to a certain extent, but I feel like we've now gotten to the point where it it's so easily recircumvented throughout our community that it's now like, oh, this gets a lot of attention. I feel like this is probably something that I should do. Um, it, it's I mean, it's just a, there's no solution, right? Yeah, there's yeah. no solution to that, and it, it's just a, sh a shitty situation all around. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it as simple as I can make it without making things too political and whatever. But this conversation directly, that's why I feel bad that I even brought this up because it Don't feel bad. ties into, well, it feels bad because it, the other avenues is the reality is this, whenever you are, if you are trying to get coverage or, and, or media or, or stuff, if you're really antagonistic and you're very, even if the things that you're saying are not true, it gets attention. And it gets the spotlight put on you. And there's a lot of people 
in this world, including the highest offices of the land that use those kind of tactics to get attention to what they want. And so, and I think in this sort of situation we're talking about, it's the same sort of thing. You know, it's like, and it's, it's unfortunate and it's sad that there's just so many dickheads out there that are, that feel like the world, everything is owed to them, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I hate that, man. I hate that about our, especially in America, I hate that about our society and just there's so much selfishness here, you know, and, and nobody, there's so many people that they're always just looking out for, you know, what's happened to me late. Like what, what have they done for me lately? And if, I don't know, I, I think I hate that anytime there's a game delay or that anytime there's something people want to take to the internet and, like with the pitchforks and, and just cause chaos when it's like, man, they're going to make a better game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when has a game been rushed that it's been any good? If the developer says it needs more time, give them more time. People people feel like it's a personal like personal attack by the developers whenever a game is delayed. And I right. think how many people do you think work are working on Cyberpunk? Uh, probably hundreds. 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 Yep. Yeah, I'd say hundreds. Yeah. Maybe even thousands. Maybe. Yeah, maybe like past a thousand. thousand. I mean, yep. there's gotta be a ridiculous amount of people involved yep. in the making of this game. And so these these things take time do you guys to create a world like yeah that you, do you guys remember gta's want. release gta 5 when it was released oh on i think it was God. xbox 360 yep. and they rushed to get that that out the yeah. door i feel like and I, I don't know if we talked about this on the last podcast but maybe where we can segue this conversation because we can't solve the issue of the way morons behave on the internet but like uh i feel like covid has brought a lot of delays that will be positive in the long run and we're now not just throwing games out and then fixing them, right? Like that was like the strategy before was like output as many games as possible and then we'll fix them and patch them until they're good. Um, I feel like COVID now there's kind of an excuse for developers in a way to be like, okay, mm -hmm. people are under a ton of stress. We don't have enough man hours to complete small projects. Things are getting delayed that usually regularly don't have delays. I feel like we're now like, even though these people are getting pissed off, we're in a place where like wow got delayed wow was delayed by like a couple months i think until the end of november now and for me i'm just like great like, great mm -hmm. this is awesome because it's if it's when it's released now i know that they had just enough time to complete projects i know that uh you know that the game is going to be somewhat polished and it's not going to release in me get an immediate negative uh uh or sense of negativity towards the game because things aren't working in grand theft auto 5 was a perfect example of that on the 360 the online feature was terrible. Didn't you, I don't even think you could get on for like the first three weeks. It wasn't even uh, maybe maybe um, they, it they delayed it. Yeah, it was yeah. really bad. And then the game didn't work. The cars were getting deleted out of your garage. Like you would customize a car and then it would just disappear. There's so much stuff with GTA 5 that was a shit show. I think that's one of these positive things that has come out of COVID is that, you know, and across a bunch of different, um, you know, facets, like even in tech in the tech world, like delaying products has actually potentially led to a new world of us just being okay with things being delayed to a certain extent like i feel it's like the people right. on this call are like oh it's not a bad thing like maybe it'll be better when it comes out the other thing that i just thought of and and if it, nobody has any other topics we can wrap the, or thoughts we can wrap this topic up i think about all of the game developers that can now work from home mm -hmm. and just like 9 a.m roll the fattest blunt 
and then just game design to their heart's content. Like I think of all the people that are just like, oh, I'm in, I'm at home, I'm in my zone. I've got like, I've got my uh, my Funko. Why does the zone have here? to involve drugs? Wow, wow. What happened to, What happened to don't do drugs? Drugs are great. I think drugs are awesome. When what have we ever been anti-drug? No, I haven't. I just I was asking. I just you were saying the game developer rolled out of bed and they had to roll a blunt. Maybe they don't. Yeah, have I was, was going to say maybe just get I some fucking milk and cookies. I, I don't think developers <laughs> smoke weed very <laughs> maybe, often. Maybe they I feel like they just pop fucking, fucking Adderall. All right, and, uh, and have a. Do you Red think Bull. every game developer has a drug <laughs> addiction? I don't think it's weed that they're doing. I, I would say that it's, Maybe it's, it's Adderall. Cocaine. Yeah, it's probably Cocaine. cocaine, Adderall, fucking Red Bulls, Cocaine-a. and, and uh, Bang Energies, you know? Gamer fuel, G fuel. What I was attempting to illustrate, okay, was that I'm sure that there are some developers out there that feel way more comfortable in their own space, mm-hmm. possibly with marijuana or cocaine or shrooms or whatever. And in that or aspect... Bubbles. Or butt plugs or ass munching. Who doesn't love a fucking good brownie from the ass? What I'm trying to say is that there are probably a lot of people that went home and were like, oh, now I, I'm in my own comfortable space. And the shit that they're going to create is going to be even awesome because they're not sitting in the office with this weird fucking Google open office with no cubicles and no walls. And there's hammocks and shit. And there's like a, a, a co-ed fucking locker rooms and all Yo. this weird shit. Working from home is the shit. Because you can smoke marijuana is the point that I'm trying to make. Well, that's not why I was going to say smoking, like working from home was the shit, not smoking from home was the shit. I wanted to say the reason why it's the shit is you can go to work in your pajamas someday. I know everyone says don't do that. Like get dressed like you go to work. But sometimes that. I just want to be in my pajamas and be drinking a Bloody Mary and typing up lessons. I okay. So when COVID, when COVID started, oh, and I was they like sent so everyone, everyone's fucking home. I was in my pajamas recording history lessons <laughs> in my pajamas, drinking Bloody Marys at nine a.m. like Monday through you Friday. You literally just oh made fun of me for the assumption that I made, and then literally confirmed the thing that I said with your no, own personal You just weren't story. very I was, inclusive of I wasn't other smoking things, weed. I was, it was Bloody Marys <laughs> and pajamas, not weed. It's, it's a substance! Dude, I, I'm just I'm just interested in, in the drunk history lesson that these kids are going to get in school now because of Jimmy dr- drinking Bloody Marys. It's going to be like... Uh, <laughs> no, they were good. They were really good. They were really good. Has Have any... Uh, sober teachers reviewed these lesson plans and confirmed yeah, whether they were good drunk. or not. <laughs> they used them, so obviously, because I recorded them, they were like, oh, thank you. So they just, did, that was one less thing they had to do. I'm, I'm going to ch- chalk this up to, you might have not been listening to me. Like, really listening. It's never happened. It's, it's fair. I, I'll allow it. On this podcast, I will allow it. So, I feel like Jimmy is just upset because you didn't, you were not inclusive of the other drugs. You you used marijuana as an example, mm-hmm. and that was and really you didn't t- use alcohol. Yeah, and you know was- why? Because on a on a hurt hurtful physically <laughs> hurtful <laughs> level, it sounded like you had a I'm, I'm, let me man, I'm drinking piss. Leave me alone. <laughs> marijuana is way less harmful to the body than alcohol. So I tried like true. I true, tried true. being inclusive of the Mary Jane because there yeah. there's. Fair, you enough. Know, Fair enough. Okay. All right. Hey. What? 
Why okay. not coffee though? That's a stimulant. It is that's true. Coffee is a drug. You know why? Caffeine. Because I have a I have a current personal vendetta with caffeine. I feel, I love coffee. I yeah, also love in the coffee. Snackers, you gonna fucking fuck it up or what? I hate <laughs> caffeine. I I have uh, this is a very very anecdotal personal story. We're, we're gonna be here for thirty minutes. Just letting you know, Katie. Okay, I'm buckling down. That's the point of a podcast. <laughs> I went through a really long time of drinking a lot of coffee every day and. For the past like six months, I've gone through trying to figure out why I feel so shitty all the time. And turns out it was because I was a caffeine addict and it was ruining my, my entire day. So I've mm. I've removed caffeine from my every everyday routine. And now I probably have coffee like one or two times a week. And anybody who drinks coffee every day. And if you are somebody who drinks caffeine a lot and you also say, man, I feel like shit often. I would encourage you to remove caffeine from your life and see it's what It's all happens. about moderation, dude. One to two cups a day is not a problem. But if you go beyond that a lot, that's where it becomes an issue. Do you do you struggle if you don't have coffee? No. You are the exception because most people that drink caffeine every single day drink it because that's how they oh, start no, no, their no. day. No, no, no. I will start my day like, I don't know, because I always have coffee. Like, exactly. I always... That's what an addict would say. Dude. Wait, but I'm some like, people it's a ritual still, of it. Like it's, it's like there's it's something not, special about it's it. It's not about what smokers say too. Is a ritual. <laughs> right. No, I, but <laughs> at the same time, the, when it comes to coffee, I feel like for me, it's it's a nice hot drink. I like a hot drink. It's it's more about the flavor and the and this. It's not that I have to do it because I do it and I'm fine on the weekends. A lot of times on the weekend, I'll sleep and I won't have any coffee. But you, you t- I'm going to play this back for you. I'm going to play what? this back. And then I'm also going to play like a heroin addicts uh, testimonial back. Yeah, and we're just going to compare. Yeah. I'm like, I Yo, don't listen. need it all the time. But, you know, just like it's just something that I really enjoy, you know, in the morning. I, I like coffee. I just like the taste of it. I like the smell of it. This and is what every, it makes me feel better. Every so single pothead gonna, says this I'm exact same it. thing. Every single person what? that smokes you know weed every single day, they're like, it's not really addicting. Uh-huh. I just choose to do it because I enjoy it. It's okay, like, okay, well, I'm addicted it's... to coffee, and Same, if that's going to kill me Hell faster, yeah, I'll die <laughs> way happier than people that I, don't. I need to. It, I so. need to clarify. I said Whatever. if you drink caffeine every day and you find yourself feeling shitty, address the caffeine. But if yeah, you don't, I, then don't. I don't find I don't feel shitty at all. Don't drink coffee this next week, and let's See, talk in a week. <clears throat> so, so here's what's happening. Well, I, Jimmy. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna do that because I am. Not gonna do that. <laughs> so, Jim, Jimmy, let me let me just um, let me just provide a little bit I'm, of insight dude, okay, here. Okay, I'm no. Let me provide a little something for you. All right. Okay, Bishop. go ahead. Yeah, go go ahead. I am a frontline warrior <laughs> in the streets of America, <laughs> teaching the next generation of our children things in history. Do you not want me armed with coffee so my brain is sharp? Under the influence. And ready so, so to, I th- to not be ready for I'm the, on your side these here. fucking young punk Jim, Jimmy, kids. I, I agree with you. You are a warrior in the streets. You are teaching the children of America, the next generation. I I, right. I, I hear you. I think what Knackers, kind of where we went off topic here, is that Knackers is confusing his crippling depression. He's blaming it on his coffee ingesting. Um, but re- in reality, it's because um, he still doesn't have a solos win in Fortnite. And he continues oh, to no. suppress oh, those right. emotions oh, okay. uh, hey, Katie, by blaming it on coffee, caffeine. Katie, uh, you got a solo's win, don't you? 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I thought you did. But I don't need it to know what my You work don't need is. to blame this coffee. This true. You yeah. don't. Yeah. You know. And you so don't I have coffee blame. every day, and that's how I get through it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need? Yeah. Coffee is really I, fucking good, though. It it's is. Amazing, I used yeah. to have it, like, in college and... After college, I'd be that person that had like six cups a day, and now I only have like one cup in the morning, and I like don't always finish it because hmm. that's my cross to bear. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Like, I usually make it through one to one and a half cups. I I at the point now where I don't even make it through two cups, but that's because of COVID. And my students are in class, and I have any coffee left over. I'm not drinking because I have a mask on. You know, mm. so I um I don't I don't because I tell them they can't drink, so I don't you know sit there and eat or drink in front of me in there. See, I got I got really bad when I was doing my wake up really early thing. I was Hey, what's the next subject? Uh DMCA. Is, DMCA. Hey, let's go ahead and go to the next topic. <laughs> Katie, any last thoughts on the current subject? <laughs> <laughs> I accept you. I'm sorry. Each and every one of you just the way that you are. Thank and you. I actually quit coffee for a year. Wow! I still felt like I still felt like shit. So um, I think that <laughs> realized it's good it wasn't with the or coffee. without. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't the coffee. Yeah. It was yeah. just stress and not drinking enough water. <laughs> so. And that was the mistake that I was making. Was water I was not drinking big. water? Yep. Mm-hmm. Speaking All of right, water, I gotta exude some water. You go ahead and introduce WRB. We'll do. So the, the the final topic of the night is getting into the topic of DMCA and why Jimmy's shirt. Is totally not for sale at middleagedream.tv. Actually, I don't know if that's the actual. It might be. It might be designedbyhumans.com/slash knackers is where you can probably no, it's find middleagedstream.oh.boomer/slash/knackers content. Oh my god. Dot dot coomer. Yeah. Dot coomer, coomer the boomer. Yep. yep. <laughs> so the DMCA, obviously a massive topic of discussion over the past couple weeks, possibly even months. If you factor into account the large conversation we had about DMCAs a couple months back when there was a couple songs that had gotten ID'd and a lot of people have had an issue. Uh, Bishop, have you gone back and deleted any old content yet? Not even uh, one thing. Not anything at all. 420 Blaze It, have you gone and deleted any content? I was very resistant to. And like everybody's like, oh my God, I'm deleting everything, my memories. And I'm like, it's our fault anyway for not following copyright law. But at the end of the day, I wish Twitch had some things in place. One of my friends got a DMCA. And that's the only reason I'm actually, I have uh, the Commander Root running right now, deleting clips. Um, oh, wow. So. Yeah, I've luckily had uh, two community members who, because I, I have like 6,000 some odd clips or something like that, um, that are storing some clips for me. So I made the, the decision last night that I'm going to delete everything from 2019 back. Okay. Mm. I just don't, I, I've worked too damn hard at this to just lose it over like playing a freaking Christina Aguilera song or something like that in 2016. Sure. So I kind of go, it does suck to remove the memories, but I mean, Twitch dropped the ball. I shouldn't have been listening to copyrighted music on my stream. So I'm just going to remove the risk so that I can sleep at night. (laughs) Yes. There was a, there was an interesting tweet that I saw a couple days ago and it was referencing that, the origin of our problem was partly a generational thing to where it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily that 
we knew that it was wrong and we did it anyways early on. But more so that we just grew up in a, a generation of burn CDs and, and MP3s from Kazaa and LimeWire and Napster. And obviously people that were downloading from those platforms, we knew that it was illegal to steal those songs. But we weren't streaming for the purpose of replaying copyrighted music to our audience. We were just unknowingly trying to fill the void when it came to times when we weren't playing the game or during, you know, just chatting streams. Um, so there's, there's a small part of me that is sympathetic to fellow creators because I was also somebody who back in 2014, 15, 16, I just played whatever. And as somebody who downloaded music illegally a lot, I didn't feel like I was doing anything wrong at that time. You know, I for, for whatever reason, it didn't feel like, oh, this is something that's bad. And therefore, I don't really I don't really hold anybody else accountable unless they were obviously just ignoring all of the mm -hmm. hey, don't play copyrighted music on stream. Yeah, I mean, I I had a blog for a very long time and um, I had people steal my content. So I had to file DMCA's with other websites to take for them to take down my copyrighted content. So I have sympathy for. The music labels. But what I like I'm frustrated about is Twitch knew about this for a very long time mm -hmm. and didn't enforce it to us creators and go like so we kept doing this with no slaps on the wrist. And so and also just having that the ability to mute your VOD, it sucks when you go back and watch and you're like, Oh, I really wish I well, it's my fault for using that, but they just didn't put the tools in place to make sure that we didn't screw up. And they I mean copyright law can be kind of confusing, but regardless we should not have been playing that music i'm i'm very interested in this content that you were creating that was getting stolen was it written stories or they poems were they blog posts about movies they haven't seen no i um right after college i started a food blog that not to like toot my own horn was fairly popular and so i'd post recipes and there's like articles and stuff i'd write on there people like to steal my recipes and they would repost them on other websites and stuff so i'd wow. have to wow okay are you to say hey can you not <laughs> are you still a big <laughs> foodie i like food but i think i like video games more <laughs> <laughs> did did blogging about food kind of remove that from your life a little bit really it makes it if there's a point where you're like trying to come up with another recipe because people are expecting it for your third post that week that you're like you get a little burnt out on constantly making food right so it's kind of like with video games when you're playing them on stream all the time when you're off stream i don't feel as like oh i want to play a video game right now so i didn't necessarily want to cook after i wrote a third and photographed a third blog post on a recipe that week. I've I've been cooking seriously with focus for probably about two or three years now. I am eh, more like two years. I still have never come up with my own recipe, like especially one to have the balls to post online. So yeah, bravo because that that terrifies me. It sucks when you try a recipe online too and like it's it doesn't work or it just there's inherently a lot of problems with it. So I always tried to like make sure stuff that I posted worked and that people wouldn't be mad at me if they made it at home. Okay. Jimmy, regarding DMCA, you had popped into a stream of mine saying that you were going to ask a couple questions. And um I don't know if I just missed them or if you no, also I, got busy. I got busy and I didn't get to ask. I wanted to know what they were. 
I wanted. I was kind of curious, similar to what you started with and what you were planning on doing. I think when it came down to it, because I I pulled my phone up when I had to step so I could listen to what you guys were saying. Um, I have deleted almost everything from my channel, with the exception of the stuff from this year and a few others that I know are not. They don't have me doing anything but playing that game. Um, just because for the same reason, like I don't want any, you know. I don't want anything to jeopardize my future on Twitch with a DMCA strike, you know, and, and dealing with that. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. And I, I kind of feel the same way that Katie did in that, you know, we've talked about this in the past and I've kind of skirted the issue and, and, and done little things here and there that are, you know, in my mind that I've kind of gotten away with just because it's it's small in time, but even though that's that's not taking the spirit of the rule. I think one of the ways that I've helped myself in, in recent times is much of what I do is, um, you know, a, a parody of a lot of different things, and, and I think that allows you to kind of stand. But even that, you, you can't use the exact same things. Like, even a lot of the music and stuff that I use now, too, I'll find a slightly different version than the actual version. And then I'll even like change the speed of it a bit. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things that you can do to, to kind of avert having this as an issue. Um, depending on what you're doing. I think I'm a little bit more unique because of what I'm doing, I guess. And I like to use pop culture stuff, uh, to, to make things funny, but I, I find ways around it. Like for my, I'll give you a great example. Um, Star Trek, just about anything Star Trek or Star Wars is like, you play any of that shit, you're going to get flagged. Star Trek or Star Wars? I, I I know of Star Trek. I've never heard of the Star Trek that Whatever. you speak of. Like, you know what? Go suck Go suck yourself up. I'm good. All right. I'm, I'm going to anyway, do it. Yeah. There you tell go us. Ahead. I, I can suck out. my own penis. How do you like that? All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So I have a Star Trek scene that has me as the captain of a ship and uh for the music that i play in that scene is is the nes star trek music mm. you know like it's like the you're not gonna get flagged for that but it's it's recognizable of star trek music so there's ways around doing things to if you if you're really trying to like i said for me it's 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 memes and shit and you know, you can I, get a I, lot of game music, is what you're saying. You can use game yes, music. I, for, yeah. I, I have found, for what I'm trying to do with my stream, I'm okay. You know, like I'm not worried about it. But that doesn't change any of the stuff that I did in the past. You know, I used to. I mean, who didn't do? Like, it's a built-in feature on the goddamn bot. The song requests. Yeah. You know. Yeah. How many streams? You know, how many of those did you? You know, you did them. You know what I mean? Especially in the early days of Twitch. Hey, what's the song request? You know, song requests are open today. You know, that was like an early, you know, streamer thing. Get, get some viewership. Oh, we're going to listen to some fucking music, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I get, I, I think it's it's been a long time coming. I wasn't that worried about it knowing because we'd had this conversation years back. And I think the concern is a small portion of the Twitch population. If you If your content is totally dependent on other people's content and music, that could be a problem for you. Um, but I don't think that's the majority of people on Twitch. I just think it needs to be people just needs to, you know, all the rules, these rules were already in place. They're just now being enforced. You know, they're starting to be enforced. 
But it the, is, the rules are already there. It is kind of crazy to me, and I, I know I just made the point that this whole situation might be a little generational, but to see how many people on Twitter responding to these tweets are saying, like, everybody told me that your VODs would just get muted, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of scares me about misinformation on Twitch because yeah. this is not like this isn't a little thing. This is a really, really big thing. And to think that there are so many people that just got taught, hey, yeah, it, you can play whatever you want on stream. You'll just get muted and that's it. Um, Great example, your brother. Your brother, um, you know, and he hasn't streamed in a few years, but partner streamer on Twitch. Had a really great channel, and and he had to step out for other reasons, whatever. Well, he just got. Let's assume he was still streaming. He just got DMCA flagged for something from like three plus years ago. And Despacito of all, yeah, and something that that's not what he would normally even play. It was just like a joke to even be playing. So or was it? Or was it? But you get the the idea. It, it's it's that sort of thing, right? Like if you really are somebody who Twitch. Is part of your livelihood, and I'll, I'll be honest. I know it's part of my own. I, I'm pretty sure it's part of yours, Katie. I imagine it's part of Knackers. I know Bishop, you haven't been streaming as much lately. If you wanted to do, you know, it could be part of yours. But shit, Twitch is part of my livelihood now. And if I were to fuck around and just do whatever and lose that, it would suck. You yeah. know? Yeah, I, I just I, I think I, that's the bottom line. Yeah, you're definitely right. I think I think you guys all have a you know, a, a pretty general idea based on like, you know, your experience with Twitch, like uh, knackers, you mentioned something about a generational issue. I think that the biggest generational issue that's happening <clears throat> is between the executives and the music companies and the people uh, that are listening to their music. They don't understand what Twitch is. They don't understand what YouTube is. Uh, the music industry has evolved less over the past 20 years than any industry in the entire world. The people that are producing the music are evolving. The people that own the rights to the music are not. UMG has been having uh, Universal Music, uh, Sony, all of these different music rights holders have been having uh, like five decades of issues or four decades of issues um, since the inception of, you know, of the internet um, of people redistributing their content and they have no ability to control it, right? Um, And Twitch is just another... You know, uh, live streaming is just another version of um, pe- them not understanding how to control the rights to their content. And the best way that they think that uh, they can control it is to, you know, issue these DMCA strikes. I know that there's a few streamers that just had like they were streaming in, in public, walking through a store and the store was playing it and they're getting their a copyright strike for that. The problem is that they're it's like a shotgun blast with a bunch of, you know, bird spray pellets inside. They're just trying to shoot everything down to prevent people from stealing their, their content instead of evolving in in finding a way to um you know to monetize the use of their music in these streams or to find a way to have some sort of uh revenue you know coming out of these streams if people are using their music right there's a lot of tools for music licensing right now um but the reality is is that music is a cultural thing and people are going to play music it, whenever they do like when i play games off stream i'm going to play music that i listen to that's like you know, motivated by, you know, the, the certain generation or like the, you know, what's popular. Maybe I'll listen to that type of music. But um, the problem is that with a lot of this, like this goes back to YouTube back, you know, let's say 10 years ago when they first started going through the DMCA shit. 
um, or even more than 10. Oh my God, it's 2020. So even, even further back How about that, the, yeah. the problem is that the people that own the content have better tools to recognize their content being used in this, uh, you know, in different formats, YouTube, you know, live streaming than the platforms themselves. So YouTube now has a tool. They had to build a tool to be able to find the, you know, the, the music being used unlawfully before you know the umg could find it right and the, and the problem is twitch doesn't have a tool to be able to find it as fast as these other companies so i feel like there still needs to be a little bit of a, a a push and a step taken to put the onus on the side of the you know on, on umg if they want to continuously just uh uh copyright strike everyone that's using their music they have to have some sort of legislation to say hey you have to provide those tools that you're using to identify the content to the platform that way when you guys are just shotgunning every single piece of content that you think is using your video the platform has the ability to take the action before you do um right i, I don't know when that's going to happen or if it's going to happen but it's more like it obviously the the act of playing someone else's music like what jimmy was saying like if your content is relying on playing music then maybe you should rethink the content itself but in most cases, a lot of the people that are afraid of DMCA, a lot of most streamers just play music as a background thing because it's uh, it's an emotional thing, right? Like you're playing a sound to invoke emotion from the audience. It's not necessarily like you're playing the music and that's the core source of your content. But UMG treats it that way anyways, because they don't have licensing that is for specific um, or, or I keep using UMG, but they're the biggest shitheads in the industry that continuously yeah. shoot everybody down. Yep. Um, but they have yet to create a license for internet use, right? They have no, they haven't built a platform. They didn't build Spotify. They didn't uh, build Apple music. They don't do any of that work. They just create the licenses to be able to offer that to people. And they have yet to do anything in the past 20 years, even though this has been a problem to rectify well, the issue. Okay. So what, what, what's the ultimate, and I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. We're going history lesson here, which and I'm not trying to just cut yeah, yeah. you off, but I know we're, we're, we're nearing the end of the podcast. What is the end result? I think for most streamers, it's what you're seeing. If you're if you are listening to this right now, and you've been streaming a while, and you know that you have stuff that you have on your clips and or highlights or whatever, mm -hmm. if you're not removing that, you probably should. Mm -hmm. I mean that mm -hmm. just because it's just not worth it. You know, um, that's my recommendation for sure. Is yeah, even. I would go as far as to say it's even if you don't think you do, nuke it anyways. Because you you don't know even you don't know what's outside of your scope of copyrighted content. You could have unknowingly used a clip from a movie or a clip from a song as an alert that you're not even thinking could be copyrighted, and it could be anyways. And there, mm -hmm. there's no way for you to know until after it's already happened. And at that point. Right. Is it worth it? Yeah. Does Twitch have a tool to mute? Like, I, I feel like it would be better if there was an, an option to mute a clip. Like, if you find that clip, why wouldn't it be an option to just be able to immediately mute that? They already have the ability to mute uh, identified songs within a, in a VOD. Why is it that clips don't have an option just to, like, click a button and say, turn off the audio for this? I remember a very, very small window of time where clips that I would go to would have no sound. It, 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 I remember hmm. being like a couple of months 
And then I like because I would go back to like my own clips and I would see my VOD was muted and then I would go to the clip and the, the clip would have absolutely no sound. I'm like, huh, that's weird. That's never happened before. And then it very quickly just went back to it didn't matter. Clips had any audio whatsoever. Mm. One of my one of my questions that I want to ask each of you individually and Katie, I'll start with you has Twitch's lack of responsibility hindered your relationship with the platform at all? Well, I don't think this one isolated event (laughs) has changed some things. There's been several things over the years. Um, There's just a lot of problems inherently, and I I know they're trying to run a business, but just the lack of listening to the people making them the money that um, they take half of. There's just a lot of things over the the years that you kind of go like, we're, we're trying to give you feedback. I've done calls and filled out forms and I've tried my best to give my opinion, but it's just very clear who they take influence from and who they don't. And with this, I, I, this was handled poorly. They know they've known about DMCA's probably since the inception of Justin TV or at mm. least shortly after. So they, they should have been implementing some things long before 2020 yeah. and then have then I mean the, the, the article in variety that came out, damn, that's just, that's like, that doesn't look good for Twitch. No. So I'd say yes. I, I would say that I, I'm i very grateful for the platform that Twitch is. The ability for us to stream games and create relationships and all that is fabulous. There's just some things on the other end, the corporation end, that I really do think they need to improve upon. Yep. What's you, Jimmy? Yeah, uh, more or less the same. As far as affecting me, it's not really changing what I do too much. I... Made some of the mistakes early on in my streaming, but that was in the very early years. I, I've really gotten away well, from Well, I think everyone anything. has, right? Yeah, yeah, just about. And and I think in recent years, I, I haven't, but just, again, to be on the safe side, unless I knew for sure there wasn't anything that could even possibly be, I just nuked it. And, um, you know, but the truth is, I wasn't that, I know some people were like, oh, I just got rid of all my content and this and that. Like you were saying earlier, it's like Twitch is all about live content and new content. So it, I, I saved the things that I, I cared about, but it's always about creating new content. It's always go cool to go back and look, but, you know, take these things moving forward. It's not really affecting most of the streamers out there that are, you know, creating original content. So, you know, yeah. whatevs. I, it didn't, I didn't see this as a thing... For me personally, this doesn't really affect much of what I do, aside from now I, I can't show my little... Volleyball beach scene I used to show all the time for Top Gun. That that's the worst thing for me. I think honestly. that the the alternative of Twitch just deleting everything outright for you, right? Because that would be one of their options is just to delete all VOD content off of the platform. I think that as streamers, yes, this all this sucks, and it's like okay, well, we lost a lot of memories and like all these memes and stuff. Um, because a lot of people like like I'm I'm not a big streamer, but I have like a few thousand clips. But like someone that's massive, like uh, Dr. Lupo deleted like a half million clips, right? So like you can't really go through everything to get the content out of it. Um, But I feel like, you know, this goes back to like the first time I was ever on this podcast. You should save the content that you have because you don't know when that platform isn't going to exist anymore. Like the things that matter to you through history, you should take the time. I know a lot of us procrastinate. A lot of streamers are really, really lazy. I'm really, really lazy. I, I haven't backed up 99% of the clips that I have, but take some time. You have the opportunity now to go in, find the stuff that is 
inherently the history of your channel. Save it. Maybe post a video in Discord. Maybe Discord doesn't have a... This makes sense. So to clarify, yeah. you want us to do what you're not doing. Exactly. Don't do what I'm okay. doing. Just go back. You have the opportunity now. Okay. But, That's good advice. Thank yeah, you. It, but imagine you're Thank someone you, like... Ex imagine you're someone like uh, Dr. Disrespect, where you just get banned off the platform, or any of the other big streamer that just gets banned off the platform, and you don't have that opportunity to get that done. Like, that is much, much worse. We're like... We're sitting there like, oh, this is terrible. We're losing all of our memories. But in reality, it's like, you know, obviously a lot of the onus is on Twitch for not reacting sooner, but we have the opportunity to save these things. Obviously, it sucks that they're getting taken off of Twitch, but it's better than the alternative of everything being deleted uh, underneath us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Pro tip, and this is what I've, I am somebody who has saved my VODs locally for the past three years. Pro tip, set a calendar event. For the last day of the month, every month, use Twitch Leecher to download 720p60 versions of your VODs and just archive them. Go out, buy a four terabyte hard drive for, I don't know, fucking hundred bucks and just store your VODs locally. Mm -hmm. There's no reason not to. Um, I, this, you know, when you go to a water park and there is that bucket that hangs in the air. And it fills with water, and it fills, mm -hmm. and it fills, and it fills. And then it eventually gets to a point where it's filled, and it topples over, and it spills all of its contents onto the, the children underneath. That bucket was my disdain of Twitch bucket. And it has been filling and filling and filling. And this DMCA thing was the water that toppled the bucket for me. I'm not quitting Twitch. I'm not quitting streaming, but this has been a huge eye-opening moment for me. And it makes me really, really sad to think about because Twitch has been a part of my life for the past seven years of my life. That is close to a third of my breathing existence. And to feel... Thorny to feel like to be in such a negative mindset for a platform that has brought me so many things. It doesn't feel good. I don't like mm -hmm. being angry at Twitch. I don't I don't like waking up and wondering what's the next thing that's going to to fuck me over today. But I really feel like we as creators got let down. What mm -hmm. other website has said, hey, creators that have been here for a decade, delete everything. Mixer. Who the fuck has said that? <laughs> well, okay, yeah, Mixer, but this is Microsoft we're talking about. Um, I I just feel really bad for people, and I am I don't feel good about Twitch currently. I just fucking don't, and that's that's my honest, that's my in the moment emotional response at the moment. Uh, I I don't I don't want to feel this way, but I just that's this has been a huge kick in the fucking stomach, and it doesn't make me feel great. Yeah, I think that they have. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I was watching a rogue company uh, channel and I tweeted about this, but I think Twitch has been really slow to just do the default, the basic things just to administrate their site. Like we had that huge uh, influx of porn on uh, on uh, just chatting. That was what, uh, last year. Um, but like even to this date, like I went into the rogue company uh, category and the amount of streamers in there that had a thousand views and not a single chat chatter in their chat and a majority of the recent follows i use the commander root um 
tool to look at the recent follows, a majority of them, the accounts were made in the past like 20 days, um, was appalling. Like to the extent that like, it's so obvious and easy. Like how many, how many, uh, I guess the question is there's how many top categories of games are there on Twitch? Probably what, maybe a hundred, maybe 200. You don't think you could find a community manager that would do it for free to look at those channels and just to make sure that everything seems legit. Uh, you don't think that that would be an easy task for them to to solve. And then you go into any category right now that's over 10K and you could probably find a view botter in there. Like yeah. Twitch has yet to show me that they are actually doing anything on their platform that is there to protect the community that exists there. And it's to me like, it's like every other day I look at something like that on Twitch and I'm just like, how the fuck is this happening? Like, how is this happening? It's it's not really that complicated to sort out, but it seems like they can't figure it out because they're focused on the wrong shit. Or like if if this was any other company in the world, they would restructure it imme- immediately based on them not under not having the capacity to control their website. Um, sure. But to me, I, I just don't know what's happening either. Like as a content creator, I feel like I've never known what's happening on Twitch. Like there was a lot of times where things like they came out with new emotes, global emotes, stuff like that um, back like five, six, seven years ago. And I was like, oh, these are cool little additions. Oh, they're adding all these, you know, cool things to Twitch. This is interesting. Oh, they uh, changed the UI. That was kind of a weird move. It looks weird, but I guess it'll this will work. Oh, they changed our uh, dashboard and they removed a bunch of stuff. That's weird. Oh, there's a, a bunch of botters, view botters. Oh, there's a bunch of porn in the artifact category. Oh, the bucket. Yeah, the bucket is filling and filling. It's like, how can you guys like, obviously, uh, we're looking at the negatives and there's a lot of positives happening behind the scenes and things that we don't focus on that are probably positives happening on Twitch. But it seems like the core function of the website, the things that matter to streamers, those are the things that constantly they they continue to mess up, like making the platform less and less friendly for children to come onto um, with, you know, different types of content being produced. Or, or people just blatantly streaming the UFC or blatantly streaming uh, movies and TV shows. And it's just kind of like, how is it that you can have this platform and all of this? Um, I don't want to say power, but like you have this thing that is is influence. so fragile influence and you guys continue to fuck up the things that are important. And then you offer us now in the past year, they've continuously offered us a bunch of these social programs and shit that are just like, is this what the platform needs right now? Or can you guys do this in parallel with making sure that the platform remains a safe place for other people? If that makes sense. Like the viewer is the first person that matters. The second person that matters is the people producing the content. And then the third thing that matters is making sure that they're making money. But I feel like that's completely backwards. Very. Well, actually maybe no, because the, the streamer comes last regardless. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to pee, get into Q&A, and then we can close this up. Heck yeah. Cool. Fill the air, streamers. Katie, what do you think about, and I know everyone's been kind of filling air with a lot of thoughts. I mean, I know you You probably, you obviously you took down a lot of your stuff except for the most recent thing, but do you, did you get upset? Like, I honestly, I, I didn't really get that upset just deleting stuff. I think it was more of like a, fight the man kind of upset for like a day and then it was like i have a huge problem with twitter because the copy and paste mentality that i see on there because of what gets engagement right i think half of the tweets of oh my god i'm deleting my memories was because people would like it Mm -hmm. i think for me i kind of go how often have i revisited a clip from 2016 exactly 
how how mm. often have I gone to see a clip from 2017? So I think in some ways I resolved fairly quickly that it's just part of it and I need to take care of it. I I think people just like to get upset about stuff sometimes and I think it's good to make some noise sometimes, but like with Twitch, they're constantly not communicating yes. with their creators. No. There was a change for the front page. Like when I was uh, first like taking streaming seriously, they gave me some opportunities to stream on the front page even before affiliate and when I was an affiliate. And then recently in the last bit, they changed the criteria of who's allowed to be on the front page based really? on sub, sub numbers um, wow. There was like five or six different things. And I got an email because I sent a question just asking about something. And I was like, how how can you change something? So to this, it, it just it's one of those things I see like big creators keep getting bigger and they're not supporting people yeah. of all different areas on the platform. And it yeah. didn't used to always be like that. Yeah. No, you're so right. I, I, and the stuff that they are doing, it seems th synthetic. Like they're like, oh, these are our community members. It's kind of like when The Sims did their PR release and everyone's like, like, what is this? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. We've been asking for just different skin tones for the past like eight years so we can have darker mellow or uh, complexions. And they're like, oh, no, we came up with dogs and universities. It's like, can we just get what we want? Um, but today, so that's a great, uh, I, this just came to my mind. I, I swear this happened today. I went to Twitch, was not logged in. I went to twitch.tv and because and you were just talking about the, the front page, I went to Twitch, I pulled it up and it was a rap battle that was happening and every other word was the N word and it was the N word with ending with an A. Uh, and I'm sorry, but if I'm a parent and I don't want my kid to be like, if, if that website pops up and that's the content that he's watching there, I'm going to be like, yo, get the fuck off of that. Right. Like, yeah, that is not very, first of all, positive as an influence uh, for yeah. people to be seeing. But beyond that, the fact that they chose that as content for the front page is like a, appalling to me. Like, I understand that, you know, the different language in different uh, communities is fine. But imagine Timmy from a suburban neighborhood, because the majority I would say a majority of the viewers on the high channels are young white male males. Right. I, I'm pretty sure like the larger channels on Twitch, a majority of them like Soda Pop and a, a majority of his chats probably going to be young white males, impressionable, impressionable people. Right. XQC's viewership. And if they come onto the platform and every other word on the front page is this rap battle where people are saying the N word. That's going to be influencing them to. I don't use think that anyone's. Language. I don't think anyone's disagreeing with that. Yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah, I was just right. like, are you like? You guys don't have to like leverage in on this, but it's like I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, the, of all of the streamers on the platform, that's the content you're choosing to offer me the second I show up on the platform. I don't. I sometimes like, I feel like the front page is not governed at all. No, no. like I for whatever reason lately I've been opening Twitch.tv and then I will just scroll through the. The cascading mm -hmm. streams, like you hit the arrows. I've just been doing that recently. And then sometimes I come across things that are like, oh, what? <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just confused. But, uh, yeah. Dude, what's funny is right now there's a uh, there's a DJ on the front page. And I wonder how much of the music he's playing is licensed. I have seen a lot of musical streams on the front page recently. After all the DMCA shit. That's a really good... Uh, uh, staple to put on the front of your website after you kind of fuck your creators over, you know? Yeah. It's a good one. I'm, um, I'm hoping to 
get a point to where I can fall in love with Twitch again. Yeah. Because I, I do love this platform. I love what the site has given to me. Um, all of those, all of those passions and feelings are cemented when I go to things like TwitchCon. Like when I go to TwitchCon and I experience making eye contact with Katie and then being too scared to go up because I don't know if she's recognizes who I am and then I walk away. <laughs> that you told me that actually that happened. It did. Right? It did. It did happen. I'm like You should have said like, hi. Holy shit, that's Katie. Oh, oh, uh, Auntie Anne's pretzels. Uh I'm gonna go this way. <laughs> um I really badly want to love the platform again and I can't predict whether or not that's gonna happen or not, but uh I just don't, just don't feel great. Some days you just got to take baby steps in it. Mm-hmm. And just kind of take the good. And honestly, like Twitter is a big stress stressor for me. Sometimes I just, I turned off notifications for Twitter on my phone and it's been the single best thing for my mental health that I ever thought. So I've it's never, like, I, I noticed. even have them on to begin with. <laughs> it's it's yeah. the landscape over Twitch and Twitter has changed so much in the last four years, like from when I first started all this, like it's, it's, you really have, I have to now really take what I want from it mm-hmm. or it becomes too much. It's just too much. Do you, are you motivated to cro- to try and create content for Twitter or do you strictly just use it as a ingest tool? <sighs> I think it's a mix of both because it is good for branding. Mm-hmm. And now uh, a lot of brands are looking at your Twitter engagement and seeing they're not just looking at Twitch. They're looking at the whole package, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. So I feel like in a lot of ways you have to try to cur- like curate content for Twitter in addition to Twitch. And in adi- like I feel like Instagram a little less so. Mm-hmm. I feel like Instagram's a little broken. but Instagram's in a weird those- spot right now. Yeah. It's doing better than Snapchat, I right? Really use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really just use Instagram on a personal level, not really a branding level. And yeah. I, yeah. When when I like when I sit down and try and plan out content for Instagram, I end up hating it more. I'm like, no, I just want yeah. Instagram to just be like, like my food and and, and pets and kind of just like fucking around at the house. Um, that might make me a bad content creator because I think like a a good content creator figures out how to release strategize contextual content for each individual platform. I'm like, no, nah, I just want to record my food on, on Instagram. Like that, that does really all I care about. Yeah. Uh, it's very it's exhausting. exhausting to do it all. The yeah, time. yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Especially yeah. when you're trying to curate like a story per platform. But to go back to your, um, your previous thought knackers, I think Instagram fell off when everything became bots. Like everything was like, you were getting like box. People were messaging you based on uh, wanting to do like promotions with swimwear, even though I'm a, a male and I don't wear bikinis, sadly. Um, but like, it, I feel like uh, Instagram became overloaded with bots. You didn't know who was legit and who wasn't. Everyone had 10K followers. Everyone was commenting on your posts with like fire emojis and like this thing and saying, wow, sick post. And then you found out that a majority of these people were using, um, there's a handful of websites that you know, you could select and curate what you wanted to respond to hashtags and stuff like that. And they were just botting it. So it just became like an illegitimate platform. You just felt like it was very impersonal. And that was like my hope or like my thoughts with Twitch. Like, I hope that it doesn't turn into that where they don't really give a shit about view botting because numbers look great. Like the more viewers that you have, the, the better. Um, but 
man, I, I hope that it, they, I hope that they bring back that community feeling. Cause I really like that where it's like, kind of like the wild West. Like I play a game, I see TTV streamer or like, I see a guy and he's like, Hey, I'm also streaming or something like that. I can go check him out and maybe he's nice. Uh, I love that part of Twitch. And I hope that that comes back to a certain extent because it's tough to know nowadays, like who's doing it legitimately, who's not. And, you know, we, we, I don't even think we've seen the very beginning of like people finding ways to cheat the system, you know? No, not at all. A lot of it's who, you know, too. So that's just something pe a lot mm -hmm. of people yeah. should keep in mind. Yeah, for sure. On that note, we'll hop into the Q and a, we only have two questions. It'll be quick. Uh, first one from Elizabeth. How much of an impact do you think DMCA crackdown will have on artist slash new song exposure? Hmm. I don't think very much because it's always like for for my when I used it, it was always just in the background. It's just noise filler. Like mm -hmm. I never I very rarely had someone say, what song is this? And then I changed that artist's life. And how often does somebody say, hey, I'm going to stream my new album on Twitch. Check out everything new there. I always feel like Twitch is supplementary to like somebody's release, except for Logic, who obviously just got signed to the platform. Um, yeah. To be honest, I, my thoughts kind of are in line with yours, uh, 420 Blaze It, and people mm -hmm. don't come to Twitch to listen to music. It For the most part, it is just a background thing. You know, every once in a while, you get somebody who's like, yo, what song is this? I love it. I need mm -hmm. to have it. But that's that's not incredibly often, in my opinion. There was a... I, I was watching um, Mizkif a few weeks ago, or actually not a few weeks ago. It was like a few days ago. And um, he was talking about the DMCA thing. And at the beginning of his stream, he's like, I don't really give a shit about like, who cares? Twitch will figure it out. Um, I think Ludwig had a similar kind of perspective on it. He's like, ah, who gives a shit? And then someone donated and sent him a link that was a screenshot of the software that was running that could identify any content in his VOD. And it listed every single song that even it, it had timestamps and everything. And it was about 50 songs. And he wasn't playing music in the background. It was just through videos and he was looking at vi YouTube videos and stuff like that. And it pulled every piece of content. And uh, it, it, he was like white face at that point. He's like, fuck. Yeah. Yep. Because so, up to that point, he was like, fuck Twitch, yeah, fuck DMCA. It, fuck it. And then he realized that they could find every single piece of content with these tools that they have. But I, to go to the question, like, I don't know if that's going to help. Like people that put a album, uh, an album out that are specifically saying, hey, Twitch streamers, you can play my music. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not signed on UMG or anything like that. Here's where you can get it. I think that that will transition into like people hearing their music more on streams. But I don't think that it, it Twitch is a big enough influence on pop culture when it comes to music, uh, if that makes sense. But to go to something like TikTok, like a, a song playing on TikTok, someone's independent song that they made and put it into a TikTok video, that can... Uh, start to snowball. So maybe Twitch has a piece of that potential where streamers will hear other people playing it. So they'll add it to their, you know, royalty free playlist on Spotify that they use on their stream. Maybe that'll start to get that, you know, create that uh, uh, an environment where people start to hear that song more often. But I think other platforms like TikTok are going to do that more readily than Twitch. Okay. Next question from Girthy. Will you be more conscious conscious of DMCA stuff moving forward, or will you simply plan to scrub your VODs from time to time? 
to what your vods? Scrub the Knicks. Delete them. Yeah. Delete. Them. Delete. I mean, I've always had the habit of if it anything was muted, I would always delete it. Um. So I mean, I don't know. I I feel like I've already. It doesn't really change a lot of what I was already doing. I just I guess I'm more aware of it now. Um. Yeah, I guess that's my boring answer. I I feel like I'm just gonna use pretzel rocks and. Mm-hmm. Try to to just scrub stuff now because I honestly don't want to make more work for myself. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so if I just have it, I can just be done when I hit end stream and know that I don't have to like, oh God, did that one thing I do mm-hmm. break that rule? And so I'm probably, I've been pretty good about copyright free music for a long time, but some of my alerts and fun things that I play on stream, yep. that not so much. So there's definitely things I can improve upon, but I... I'm just going to set it up so I don't have to think about it anymore, I think, going forward. It's actually funny you say that because I thought that I had removed all copyrighted content from my stream. And then you raided my channel and I had removed all host notifications and I forgot to go into the raid variations. And Mm. then my raid raid song went off and I went, oh, I was (laughs) playing Rocket League at the time. So I'm just like, attention's like 50-50, like, ah. Oh shit! I'm getting DMC8. Fuck. You're banned, fuck. kid. Um, that I, was my bad. It's all good. You didn't know. <laughs> Come I on, went stop through. Fucking hosting up, Katie. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> I went through and removed every alert that had a song or a clip from a movie or whatever. I removed it all. Um, I am going to be 110 percent conscious of what I'm using for alerts, for songs, for background music, for everything. I am no I'm not gonna click on a YouTube link ever. I will never be watching YouTube on my stream. I'm just I'm going all out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And because wow. I'm not gonna it's not gonna be me that gets fucked by that. Sorry. It is one of the things that's sad though is like with alerts, I've made new friends when they hear like the Star Trek alert go off. Yeah. They're like, "Is that the Star Trek chime?" I'm like, "It sure is," and then we're best friends. And so like that. And kind you're of stuff. sued. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you're like, "We're and in now this my together, TV friend. show's taking me down." Yeah. But unfortunately, you're using something, somebody else's likeness or something else's likeness to make that connection, and that's what they want to fucking cash in on. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, what the, sucks. The tough thing it, is that. It's like the popular culture things like the uh, not Arrested Development. What's the Larry uh, uh, Seinfeld? You know that song? That's like a Larry David. Yeah, Larry David. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, Curb. Yeah. So like all these little cultural things that aren't necessarily about the song specifically, but the emotion surrounding the song. The tough thing is that you can't really replicate that on streams uh, without the risk of that, you know, a DMCA takedown, which is kind of sad because streams are just a reflection of culture, right? And Twitch is now in a position where like we are actually, or Twitch is influencing culture a little bit with like uh, different emotes and in like lol W, Keck W, that, that sort of thing. Um, but a lot of the references on Twitch are references to popular culture, which is kind of the, kind of the tough thing. Like I, I don't think anyone on Twitch that is, you know, has half of a brain is thinking, oh, I should be allowed to play, you know, Mariah Carey or some song like that on my stream. Like, I think we've gotten to the point where we're like, okay, that's not good, especially if we want to continue to build like a an identity for ourselves on the platform that is, you know, within the the our legal rights or within, you know, within the rules. Um, 
so I, I like the idea that the DMCA stuff exists just based on, you know, keeping people on in check. Like, you can't just sit and watch fucking Gordon Ramsay on stream for eight hours and get $6,000 in subs anymore. I, I think that that's a positive thing. But I think that we're losing uh, a bit of the, the real world culture crossover onto Twitch by not being able to play those things and use those like little tidbits of a song um you know to reference a, an emotion because we don't really care about the music it's about the connection uh of yeah. emotion to yeah. the song if that makes sense yeah um but no it makes sense to, to answer like the the piece of the question i'm not really afraid of the the of like what i'm going to do in the future i don't think anyone here is afraid of like what's going to happen in the future i think where a lot of the worry and the annoyance and like uh the negative emotion that a lot of streamers are feeling is that it's stuff that we did in the past that it wasn't even a much of an issue that is coming back to bite us in the ass because Twitch didn't protect us from that in a certain way, right? Like they didn't have a tool that was able to mute those VODs instead of like saying, hey, you, it's on you guys to, you know, to delete your, your clips. They could have built this piece of software that, you know, went through clips on mass and made sure that there was no piece of uh, audio there. I think that that's what's more scary. It's like, we don't know what we did in the past like we, we we can write this in the future. We can prevent ourselves from playing, you know, Mariah Carey in our future streams. But who knows? Maybe it was Christmas a few oh, years I'm ago. Mariah Carey on the brain tonight. Yeah, yeah, James. yeah. Christmas is coming. You ready? Man. You... All I want for Christmas. Yeah. You. You're definitely getting a DMC. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. And who's got to who's got to fucking pay the piper for that? All right. It's not my channel. The ass it's sucker. Not either. <laughs> well, my friends, that is the end of the Q&A, and unfortunately, that is also the end of the podcast. So, what we're going to do is go around the room one final time, have everybody introduce themselves and their content online. And uh, what they got coming up. So Bishop GP, we'll start with you, friend. You got Bishop, you're gorgeous today. You you. you just you look fantastic. You know, I, I saw Jimmy last time on the podcast and I said I really need to compete with that man. He is gorgeous. Yes. And I knew Katie was gonna be here as well. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna be in the bottom. I'm just gonna be probably number three best looking person on the podcast because Nack is always on So it's gonna go like Katie, Jimmy, me, Knackers on the rank of beauty. Um, so yeah, uh, my name is Bishop GP. Um, I'm Knacker's very best friend. He loves me. That's why he has me on here. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bishop was here. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Bishop GP. Um, you can also find me in court soon because I am going after Jimmy because he might be my real father. True. Uh, my name is Jimmy, AKA middle age stream. You can find me on Twitch and Instagram at middle age stream, middle age stream on Twitter. But character limits, and um, I am I'm I'm starting to do. I'm playing some retro this month, of course, but I'm I'm going to be getting into some Sierra point and clicks. I'm going to be playing Quest for Glory two this next week. Um, which, if you guys know anything about, well, Sierra point and click retro games, computer games from the '80s and '90s, you know a little something about that. And then I got another thing. Um, Mom Games Hard, who was on the podcast not long ago, we are going to be playing a point and click later this month. Where we're going to alternate where she's going to play the save file, like play it, and then give me the save file, and I'm going to play it in the evening blind. And we're just going to like go back and forth. And whoever has the most deaths at the end is the biggest loser. 
and that'll be fun. Have you ever thought of uh, if you ever get banned off of Twitch for DMCA, Jimmy, have you ever thought that you should do like a play with mom games hard and then your Twitch name will be dad game soft? I would. I'd be down for that. Don't spill your beer. Jeez Louise. Katie Peters, let's uh, go ahead. What you got? I don't know how to. I don't know how to follow that, uh -huh. um, but uh, I'm Katie Peters Plays. I'm that on Twitch, and then on Twitter, it's Play Katie Play because again, too many, too many Characters, letters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I had to do that. I don't know. I play scary games, horror games. I play space games, and then I also play other games. So I don't know. We like to have fun. I never know what to say. Like, how do how do you sell yourself? Like. If you like me talking on this show, then come hang play out games. with me. Play games. Lots of different types games. of games. I talk about yeah. games. I'm Katie. I, I'm Katie. I try to make stuff fun. <laughs> I, I <laughs> do a good job of that. I didn't think that I was going to be uh, knocked down so many levels. So it, it, before Katie was on the podcast, I was like mid-tier pretty, right? And then... <laughs> Uh, 420 Blaze that came on the podcast, and according to Bishop, all of us pretty boys have just gotten knocked down mm -hmm. to like not quite dirt level, but maybe like gravel level right. of, of of prettiness. You know, there's still a couple You're different shades yeah. Yeah, yeah. of right, right, right. There's a chance that uh, an ocean came through and and grazed us and, and made us mm -hmm. pretty ple uh, pieces of glass yeah, yeah. sediment. Yeah, yeah. That sounds way worse than that. <laughs> like you are fucking sediment. It's like you could have called me belly button lint. Yeah, of the chart, you're 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 the sediment, but you're not the bedrock. So that's that's good news. That's good. In good the job. scope of the people on the podcast, you're the sediment. Podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's Four twenty blaze it. I regret to inform you that this might be your last time on the <laughs> That's podcast. Fair. That's fair. I understand y your beauty. You obviously, you know, you didn't have character creation when you were born. It, it, it was up to your parents. But I'm gonna have to blame you for your beauty because we've all just been knocked down so many levels. Do you and see how much Katie is fighting to say no? I, oh, please! I, I'm like, please don't let it be my last time on the show. Please, please, this is my this She's is the greatest against thing it ever. Real hard. Can you tell? Oh no! Oh no! Oh, I no. can't go back. No. Shit! No. I you you all are very fun, and I. Love to come back anytime. I can put a bag over my head. <laughs> <laughs> You're all I think too Katie nice has to me suffocated too. in the plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's that had to be plastic? I was thinking like, <laughs> yeah, like a paper yeah. Bag. It could well, just be a mask. I, my yeah, my brain immediately yeah. went to the. Um, the bag overhead scene from Django Unchained, where they have like the the wool, like the straw bags pulled over their heads, and then like the eyes and the the mouths cut out. Nobody does nobody like the OG know. KKK hey. masks. Is that what yo? You're hey, by at? the way, Katie, do you take uh, random bites of uh, a cheese block from your fridge by any chance? Yeah, we need to cover right. this. We forgot one subject. <laughs> no, I no? honestly don't like cheese as much as I used. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like cheese, but not like not as much like as not like to have a, a whole block of cheese dedicated to just taking random bites out of yeah, your like fridge you, type of like. If you really like cheese, would you issue the cheese to your mouth by the form of hard block and without breaking it apart, just take the no, hard just block, the, take the hard block of cheese, insert it in your mouth, bite, put it back in the fridge. <laughs> okay. Don't wipe it off. <laughs> that seems like it would not keep the cheese well. Over time, like I yeah, feel like you'd be surprised. There's, 
<laughs> there's cheese string, you know, in their individual. There's a lot of have... way easier ways to do this. Okay. We've discussed this. Let's, let's okay, real quick before we close this out. No. 420 Blaze It. Is there any food in your fridge, beverage or, you know, food that you will eat out of the package? That That is the bare and, minimum and, oh, question. That, that you eat out of the package, you bite parts of it out of the package and then put it back in the fridge for later. Weeks, maybe. I shouldn't have to defend that. Couples swap bodily fluids stop. regularly. Yeah, stop. Let, let her answer the goddamn question. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I I like to have respect for the other people in my home. So I... <laughs> I Sediment? I probably... Bedrock. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I feel like there's... No, say no more. There's... I say, say no more. more. Say more. God bless you. Say no more. We got. I, I don't think I would do that. No. I don't think I would do that. Say no more. You're definitely never. What episode is this? One thirty-three. Yeah. We'll we'll have it you back a in a run. couple podcasts. You're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's nothing that I would just take a bite out of. Like no. I'm thinking through everything. No. Like I've I've taken ice cream out of the fridge, but I'll like put a spoon and eat a yeah. little bit. Yeah, and exactly. I put yeah. That's do you what uh, people that aren't savages do. Do you only take one bite of ice cream? Yeah. Yeah, or I'll make a bowl. Yeah. I feel like there's lying in order to prove an opposing point to my point. Like just for the sake of I think you're just fucking paranoid. Dude. Everybody here shares <laughs> toilet paper with their significant other. Okay, anyways. Toilet wait to, toilet paper? Yeah. But we do, don't do you, wipe our ass. Thank you guys so much for joining this episode of Crossing Out Pockets <laughs> Podcast. The last thing Wait. I said is so true, and there's nothing they can say to, to defend them. <laughs> do, do you share toilet paper, right? Like on the roll? Like you wipe, on the roll. You, you, you are on so one side, and then you tonight. give weenie the other side. Is I'm, that what you're implying? I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I apologize for my co-host, yeah. Katie Peters. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> you guys don't both. make poop slushies with your okay. your significant others? <laughs> I don't know who they are. You don't I take don't. your two you don't know who your significant other split is. it so you no, can wipe one side right and they here. can wipe this the guy, other? This guy <laughs> right here and this guy right here. Poo-poo-pee-poo check. Yeah. I like how Jimmy yeah. is pointing at me and his penis. Like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, before I put you through any more torture, uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out for the podcast. Chat, it was awesome to see you here. Fellow guests and hosts, it was awesome to see you here as well. Katie, thank you for accepting another invite to this absolute chit show. It, it was a pleasure to have you. It's great every time. You can have me back if you will accept me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, everybody. If you guys want to stick around to raid another channel, I would gladly appreciate it. Other than that, um, we will be back, or I will be back, uh, for Crocs and Hot Pockets number 134. It's going to be a 1v1 uh, with Lobro. And this is the co a podcast that I've been looking forward to for quite some time, and I'm excited about it. So, everybody have a great night. Thank you for so much for chilling, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye! Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Katie! Bye. Make a make a bird noise. We didn't do the bird shit. Yes. Yeah. Katie, if, if you were to be a bird right now, what's your bird noise? I'm concerned that I'm going to do it and none of you are. No, we're, we're going to do it. You have to do it for a second on your own and then we'll come in. Okay. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Go. Question mark? It's a question. Yeah. It's a question. I was actually on board with that one. That was a good one. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. -bye. bye, -bye.
Thank you very much for checking out this episode of the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast. If you would like to catch the show live, it airs on Twitch on my channel at twitch.tv slash knackers at 9 p.m. every single Sunday. If you would like to check out the most recent episode of the podcast, you can probably click this little box here. And if you feel like checking out some of our highlights, you can maybe click this little box down here. And maybe I'll even put a little thing for you to click right here. No? Bye.